We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this, the first token of the Alana priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? say these things in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. <laughs> What's up? Good thing we had a 40-minute conversations before this about stuff we can't talk on the pod. I know. <laughs> All in due time, my lovelies. All in due like, time. Tell um, me what's up. <laughs> no, you've been at a hospital. You've been at hospital all day. I've been at the hospital. No, I haven't. I've got Listen, my Brazilian if you're gonna, wax. If you're going to do an English accent, you don't say the hospital. You say, I've been at hospital. They don't say the hospital. Listen, I've, I don't know what kind of accents I do. I just throw out, I just pretend there's marbles in my mouth. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm you're like, bad, you're like I'm bad sorry. at accents. <laughs> You're like, sorry, I was getting my vagina waxed. And I just like totally didn't even like acknowledge it. And I was like, maybe I should have acknowledged that. Like maybe we're no. not being. No, no, no. I, no. <laughs> I purposefully said that because I was like, I could tell her that I'm having, I can use this language to let her know that's why I wasn't texting her right away. <laughs> well, no, but I had like a fun little uh, like think about it moment where I was like, should I have acknowledged that? Because one time my friend sent me a nude and I didn't say anything because she was like, look how ripped I'm getting. But it was a topless. And I was like, yeah, man, you're getting ripped. And she's like, can you acknowledge that like, I had pretty or whatever? And I was like, yeah, sure. So, I mean, I know you weren't doing that. What was this? A, was she a Capricorn? Cancer. Uh. <laughs> Tom Cruise is a cancer. Yeah, we're still on that. We're still on it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was like, maybe I should acknowledge the fact that we're just openly using the word vagina. But I'm like, no, we're past it. Because if she was like, yeah, I'm getting my legs waxed, I wouldn't have acknowledged that. So she's getting her vagina waxed. Whatever. Good for her. Anyways, heard. That's why you weren't texting me back. Yeah. Why you weren't texting while you were getting your vagina waxed, I don't know. You're like, you want to hear something? And I was like, yes. Oh, this was sent a long time ago. <laughs> well, no, you called me and I'm like, I can't have this conversation on speakerphone. <laughs> my phone's broken i'm having like real technical difficulties this past year i've turned into what i hate my screen's broken <laughs> i can't have i have to have a conversation on speakerphone my computer's just like i don't know i don't know if you guys have heard me complain about it on this podcast we are nigh on to publishing our patreon so if you wanted to think about starting to head over to the internet and supporting us there that it would help took, bobby a lot it only took two minutes guys <laughs> i gotta get out of the way you're complaining about your screen. I'm like, ugh, what are we gonna no, do? No, I'm just with saying you? I'm just saying at this point in my life right now, I'm having like technical difficulties with a lot of my electronics. You wanna know what someone said to me the other day by one of my uh-huh. coworkers? <laughs> he goes, The moon landing's fake and I'm like, why? And he goes, There was less <laughs> um compute there's more computer power in a Game Boy than there was in the rocket and I was like, dude, I'm not a rocket scientist. I don't know how this shit works. And then, like, I finished my shift, and then I was, like, having a shower, and I was like, here's how it fucking works. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> math and blowing, like, explosions. Uh, how about you talk to uh, Catherine Johnson from was- Hidden Figures? <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, who the fuck's that? Um, no, but I was like, like, he, like, got me with that. He was like, there's, a, there's more 
computer power. And then I was like, and then I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, nothing had computers in it back then. Like nothing. So like they just did it with like, first of all, balls of steel. And then like, get, like seriously explosions with jet fuel. Yeah. <laughs> like timed out explosions. Thanks to math. Literally. Cars don't even drive. Moon. Cars don't exist. Birds aren't real. <laughs> So that guy's listening to the podcast. No, we're, we work together on Friday. And we're like, look, man, I was really fucking high when we had that conversation. And I thought about it. Here it is. <laughs> I like Speaking to of getting high. Well, have you been sober? I decided to do an unconventional 75 hard. 75 days? Yeah. You want to hear some bullshit? <laughs> Can I tell you why first? Yes. Yes. I took a term break and in 75 days from the beginning of the term break, I have to like decide whether I'm going to stay in school or not. Uh-huh. And I'm 75 just gonna, days to get famous. I'm just no, not famous. <laughs> just wanted to I just wanted to like take a break and see if like I've overdone it because at the beginning of the pandemic, I was doing it maybe once every couple of weeks. And then I started needing a lot more dopamine and going through a lot more harder shit. So I was like doing it a lot. And then, oh, no, no. We started this podcast. And I was like, you're like, I really need it. Bobby is funnier (laughs) than me. So I'm going to have to get more wild ideas. Anyway, so. It's not the weed. Let me tell you something. Uh, It's not the weed. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Your comedy career? I'm just funny. You practiced. <laughs> um, no, I've always, I've always just been funny. Those stoners in high school used to ask me to come hang out with them while they got stoned, just like laugh their asses off. <laughs> they're like, "Yo, you get high," and I'm like, "No." And they're like, "You should come get high with us." And I'm like, "No, I don't smoke weed." And they're like, "No, just come with us because you're oh fucking hilarious." <laughs> you know what's funny is I went on a date with this dumbass from. Not, he's not a dumbass. He's just not my type. From uh, Sevier County. And I drove him clear up to fucking Orem to go to frozen yogurt with my aunt. And we were just dicking around. Like, mm-hmm. we were, like, laughing so hard and just making an ass of ourselves. And right. then my aunt was like, isn't it cool that I've never done drugs? And then we laughed so hard at ourselves <laughs> again. You're like the coolest. She was like literally like putting a spoon on her nose and then like tearing up like this. I don't know this. Yeah, I feel like I. I feel like I laughed a lot harder before I started doing drugs. (laughs) You didn't need them. Now we're just like, well, this is my personality is illegal weed user. No, that's not my person. Damn it. I'm saying that's mine. (laughs) It's not yours either. Damn it. Damn it. Well, it turns out I chose to do a 70, hard 75. Uh, oh, my grandpa had emergency surgery. And mm-hmm. ever since. Yeah, no, bad, bad choice, bad choice, bad choice. Ever since <laughs> I've stopped doing weed, I've been nauseous. I don't feel mm. very good. Mm-hmm. So we'll just see. How, how long has it been? <laughs> that could actually just be like your body being like, I'd like to get high, please. <laughs> my, and also like the most stressful time in my life. And it's right. like you have anxiety. Why are you doing this? Let's well, see. When did I, I text you? I don't. I don't know. I, time doesn't mean anything anymore. I'm telling you. But uh, I have not been drinking, <laughs> except for there's 
there i drank two days while i was watching my brother's kids which i have come to the conclusion here's the conclusion i came to i don't know if we talked about this already but i'm gonna say it again i was feeling guilty because i love my niece and nephews so my nieces and nephews so much but i don't like watching them i don't like being in charge of children have we talked they're, about this? They're going to hear this on the podcast because they are your biggest fans. And they're like, they don't No, like I'm obsessed with them. I had a way good time. But it's also like, if I'm just me sober, I, and that's one of my biggest fears too. I need to have a conversation with my brother about this. Is that I'm going to like snap like my mom did. Because I think in my heart, mm-hmm. I have to believe that my mom snapped and saw red and didn't know what she was doing when she was like abusing us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's how I have to get through the day. Here's another and, thing. Is that you're not a practiced mom, and so mm-hmm. you're not actively working on the motherhood thing. You don't have kids. You don't have to. Right. And so, like, the established patterns of parenthood mm-hmm. is established by your mom, and so you're just going to naturally, this is what motherhood instincts are. You just, like, kick into, like, your mom. You do the patterns, and that's not your fault. That's your primitive brain acting well, the- before your frontal cortex. I'm with you on that, and it's like, I understand why I have the fear that I'm, like, going to just snap. And then it also forced me to face the fact that this is a lie I'm telling myself that my mom snapped and saw red and she just wasn't like whatever the hell she is. <laughs> like I'm my mom and I aren't the same. I'm never going to attack my niece and nephew ever. Right, right. I'm never going to hurt the kids. I'm never going to like I did talk about like the kid that I nannied for. He was the goddamn devil and I never hurt him. Mm-hmm. Like I may have not showed him as affection when I more affection when he needed it from time to time. Mm hmm. But that's kind of it because I was just like, I've had it. Uh-huh. But um, there's in my history and Draven is 14. I haven't like done anything psychotic with these kids. No. <laughs> so I'm like stressed out about that constantly. But then I'm also thinking like if I'm going to sit here in color for four hours, I'm having a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a drink. I'm just going to do it. So I drink with the two with the kids and it was fun we had a really good time and i love those kids and then um on monday uh, makaya and i went to jackass and <laughs> how was I it got, i got there super early because i was like we're gonna have a few drinks we're gonna whatever and i bought the tickets because he always buys everything and i've had it mm-hmm. and so i went and got i went like an hour early got the tickets and then i went to about time because we went to the gateway mm-hmm. and i was drinking like i was having some shots because it's jackass you gotta <laughs> and mm-hmm. um Makaya rolls in and I'm like, here, let's, you know, get, let's get you some, a beer or whatever. He's like, oh yeah, I'm doing sober February. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, why don't you tell me these things? Yeah. I'm like, it's too late. I'm already drunk. I made friends <laughs> with everyone in this bar. <laughs> I love fine. you so much, Bobby. <laughs> I thought, so I just, it was, it's been a week by the way. And by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be two weeks so yeah it's yeah, nice yeah, yeah. um i thought i should take a snow bath that's what worked for bobby no i'm too lazy and i don't like to be cold i don't believe there's snow on the ground right now there was when i tried to quit a heat wave dickhead um it feels so springtime out i opened my windows and had the right combination of candles going to make it smell like fall in my mm-hmm. in my room mm. smell and feel like fall today that was my <laughs> little treat to myself we need to go Self, to self-care. bed bath and beyond and body no, we works. don't again <laughs> no we don't stop it. i was gonna i was gonna ask you because i missed you also i got break uh, i don't want to brag about it but i did get my brakes fixed and i wanted Shut to up, drive dude. you around so that i could um show you that i'm now a safe driver and you can stop 
yelling at me. Well, did I tell you what happened? No. So Jake had the brakes ordered. I think he has them ordered. I'm not even really totally sure. I text him. I'm like, yo, Judes, would you uh, do my brakes this weekend? And he's like, Bobby, I'm in Alabama. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking serious? He's like, why do you think I wanted to do him? He's in Alabama for six weeks. Oh I'm going to have to pay. I know. Kill me. I'm going to have to pay full price. But I filed my taxes on Sunday like an adult. And here it is Wednesday. And I already got like half of them already. I got either state or federal. I think I got federal already. Nice, girl. I was like, quick work, U.S. Gov. <laughs> for once. <laughs> I think it's because my name starts with an A. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I believe. It's like nobody does them this early. They all wait till April 15th. Uh, poor people do them this early. <laughs> like, gonna get, my re- gonna get my refund, get some bar stools. I've been <laughs> for, I've the, been, for the bar. I've been poor my whole life, and I've always done it April 15th. And sometimes a little bit later, because I'm like, oh shit, I have ADHD. And then I was undiagnosed, and I'm unaware of. No, my mom, that was her thing. Like, she would. She she loved tax season. We we had our taxes by February every year. <laughs> um, like by by like by like uh like <laughs> Valentine's Day. Maybe Valentine's Day candy was on sale because it was past it. But we we're talking <laughs> Valentine's Day to area time, and we'd always get something for the house. And one year we got bar stools. I remember that <laughs> or the kitchen bar. We always went to California in our station wagon and went and got <laughs> cactus coolers, and we stayed at Aunt Patty's trailer. For like two weeks god i know i think they were lovers but that's just the theory i'm working on your mom and aunt kathy aunt patty patty i do have an aunt kathy so watch it <laughs> they're both aquariuses <laughs> well the reason why we got new bar stools is because when i was young this was even before i was fat we had these like wobbly foldy ones and i was sitting on it like i was straddling it and it collapsed no you're not gonna laugh you're not gonna laugh and it caught okay it caught the uh no the inside okay on your foot on your foot like by your heel the skin on the inside of that Ah. right there it caught it and it was like attached to the stool like they had to open the stool to pull the skin out I have this insane scar still. Mm. And I was screaming my ass off. And I remember Zach was at basic training. And a week later, we all went up to Lagoon to pick him up. Like, we all went to Salt Lake to pick him up, and we went to uh-huh. Lagoon. Mm-hmm. And I, and my was Kyle sh- Grimley there? Because he's always there. <laughs> we didn't see him. We Actually, we may have. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. My brother was wearing a Nine Inch Nails shirt when we picked him up, and I'm wearing a Nine Inch Nails shirt right now. Cute. Full um, circle. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so I uh, – we did the whole – lagoon and then we get in the car at night and i take off my shoe and my whole sock is covered in blood (laughs) (laughs) so i thought your brother was gonna get home from basic and was like i haven't seen a wound like this since i was in basic (laughs) they don't get wounds in basic (gasps) nothing crazy nothing like my fucking stool wound (laughs) that's a real war wound (laughs) What's your mom? Your mom didn't take you to the emergency room or anything, dude. I'm country. Did you not see my fucking story from yesterday? I was Where a I was, little busy. I was asking one of my homies. I was like, "Yo," well, I was like, "Yo, I'm moving to Hawaii." Just, and I was telling him that I wanted. <laughs> I love that part of your personality right now. It's just what? telling everybody that you're moving to Hawaii. 
I am. So I'm moving to Hawaii in about three months. <laughs> no. In Watch about. out. You can better give me a Bye. kiss if you have a crush on me. You better let me know <laughs> before I'm out of this mainland. No, but I was the reason why I was telling him is because he says, okay, so he has this theory that if you give a, he's like, you should be friends with crackheads because they can get you anything. Because <laughs> they've and stolen I, it. Yeah, right. So I was like, oh, well, I, I need like a cat for my friend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I told him I told him and his girlfriend, his fiance, that I was moving to Hawaii and we got all cut up in Hawaii. <laughs> and then when I left, I was like, Oh, the reason why I was telling you that was because I need a cat and he's just like like a kitten and I was like, No, just like any like whatever. And he's like, Go to the Humane Society and I was like, I honestly have never done that in my life. I'm like, every animal I've acquired has been either like a barn cat <laughs> or like side of the road. Our dog had sex with a good dog down the road. <laughs> Here's a bunch of puppies. My dog's pregnant. <laughs> My dog's pregnant. Or like uh, like Sevier County Yard Cell, Garfield County Yard Cell. Just had some puppies with the uh, Jorgensen dog. Uh. Oh my god. Hey, you're entitled to have these puppies because you sired them. <laughs> uh. <laughs> They'll be good hunting dogs. <laughs> Any dog's a good hunting dog if you treat, teach it right. Well, and I was just like, never mind. I'll just get, I'll get my country friends to handle it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it to him in a pillowcase. Oh my god, Bobby! That was a fucking joke. Come on, learn the jokes. So when I was a teenager and going uh-huh. through my own shit, I actually was very like. It's called um, puberty. <clears throat> no, it's called. I was living through hell. <laughs> No. You like your mom said. Oh, yeah. Remember when you went through puberty and you just hated me? And I was like, still do. you had PMS? I lost my goddamn mind on a couple of my coworkers over the weekend, and I was on my period, so. <laughs> maybe she's maybe she's on to some. <laughs> These are jokes. Your mom can go fuck herself. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> side tangent. I found, like, two podcast apps on my grandma's phone that she's downloaded, like, I know she knows that I have a podcast, but she doesn't know how to operate the podcast apps. Oh, thank God. Thank God. (laughs) No, if she knew, she would not be here. She, my grandma's staying with me, guys. Uh, It is great. Um, I wonder if my mom also has done the same thing and it's just like, I don't know what a podcast is, but I'm going to find out. I mean, my mom somehow knows how to manage the internet, but I don't she knows. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Your mom what... is really resourceful. My mom is my mom is the kind of person where you could just like call her on any given day and be like, "What's on TV tonight?" and she'll tell you like five different channels and what's on it. It's her. T- it's her gift. It's her. G- <laughs> That's her Rain Man style gift. Um... I swear to fucking God, our whole family is autistic. It's genetic. <laughs> or something. It, it, it's ADHD for fucking sure. <laughs> um, so one of my old bosses texts me and he's like, hey, uh, I was listening to Suze's episode. <laughs> and he was like, it was really funny, but it was also nice to be able to turn you off whenever I wanted to. <laughs> and I, wow. Well, I was thinking about it too. And I was like, he's like the nice one at the company. I'm so glad I'm out of there. <laughs> And I just wanted to be like, oh, honey, you've always turned me off. But I was just like, thanks for listening. 
<laughs> now he'll hear it. Hi, you know who you are, sir. <laughs> sir. Sir, you offend. You you're in a toxic environment. <laughs> and I told you, Thanks she's for like, listening. <laughs> she's like, shit. And I was like, we didn't talk crap about the company. She's like, yeah, I made sure not to. And I'm like, yeah, so did I. We're fine. I'm like, you got to listen to other episodes if you want to hear me talk crap about the company. Yeah. Obviously, it's been said. Hello. We know. (laughs) Everybody's in the know. Oh, my God. So the Republican National Convention was here or whatever the hell. Oh, did your boyfriend come back? (sighs) Not that I know of. But... I bet they all stayed at the Grand, and I'm so glad I'm not there because I guarantee I would have thrown hands with Mitch McConnell. <laughs> even, even though we do agree with one thing, with we agree Mitch with McConnell. him thinking that he, yeah, that he agrees that January 6th was an insurrection. But I was also <laughs> Spence thinking, read like, that out loud, and I was like, "Wow, Mitch, you really surprised me today." <laughs> I know it's like broken clock, man. Uh, it's right twice a day. But uh, I was like, also like, if I ran into Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think I'd kick the shit out of her. Just just to do it like i feel like she's got the most punchable face in matt gets or whatever gates <sighs> I'm you know who's for him. the weenie of this will be old news by the time this gets out but the yeah, weenie of mormonism right now is brad wilcox do you remember john by the way is it ryan by the any relation to ryan by no the way? okay so you don't know anything about mormon entertainment <laughs> um <laughs> You don't know shit. Who's gatekeeping now, bitch? <laughs> I'm, I'm here to tell you. I'm just trying and to find your baseline. <laughs> oh my god. So John, by the way, and Brad Wilcox had these like uh, motivational talks for youth on like DVD, and like you could pop one in and be entertained and laugh. Uh, Brad Wilcox this last week had a fireside for the youth. It was called like a rescue mission um, in Alpine oh for the youth because the youth are leaving. And in the process, he said, uh, we shouldn't be asking why God waited until 1978 to give blacks the priesthood. We should be asking, why did God wait until 1829 to give whites and all other races the priesthood? And (laughs) the entire ex-Mormon community is like, oh my fucking God, did you hear what he said? And me, I'm just like, I get that people are upset because it's a really shitty thing to say. We shouldn't be asking why people are leaving in 2020. It's just a deflection. We should should be asking why it's taking so long for Mormons to recognize that their leaders are bigots, Mm -hmm. racists, Mm -hmm. homophobes, transphobes. Like this guy is just parroting to you what the church actually believes. Honestly, if they were smart, they would blame everything on human error. Everything. They'd be like, yeah, "Yeah, that's, they'd be like, yeah, that's way freaking stupid. God did give us the gospel this time. And then for some reason, because of white males are the way that they are, they decided to withhold it from everyone until this time. And thank That's God what they, they do. Well, and like, no, and they can be like, and thank God the government helped us. Like if the church was just like straight up, like, I think that's, again, I think that's why the Catholic church is so badass Cause they're like, yup. I know that I've said on this podcast, like I want to get everyone's perspective and I feel like I've had a change of heart. I think we've had a couple Mormons on. We respected them. 
And I'm at a point now where I'm watching all this shit go down that I just straight up don't agree with. And mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for me to be respectful <laughs> with uh, having, yeah. having like uh, diligent, you know, Mormons on who are just like heavy duty into it. Because, I mean, like I love, I love you guys. I'm not saying that I hate you. Because obviously there's, t- I have tons of active loved ones. Yes. <laughs> but it's just like. I'm not going to sit here and be like, okay, yeah. And how did, you know, like, I'm just not going to, I can't do it anymore. It absolutely fills me with rage thinking about mm -hmm. letting somebody defend the church when, when, and I, I love my friends. I do. Yeah, me too. Me too. But it just is like, you, you see that it's wrong, right? You, do you see that it's wrong or are you just ignoring it? Or you just, and like, I think that my friends that are Christian are good people me too absolutely yeah i think i think most mormons are good people but the fact of the matter is you're following something that's just so exclusionary and so mm, it's just causing a lot of problems and i'm not one to be like don't study or don't be a mormon i will never tell you to not be a mormon Mm -hmm. but this is my podcast this is our podcast i've spent i've spent plenty of my time trapped in mormonism Mm -hmm. and i'm over it now so i'm happy to have any mormon any of our mormon friends are on but i'm just not going to sit here anymore and listen to why whatever so we can talk about you know your thoughts your inventions or whatever we can even talk about mormonism if you want but we already know how mormonism can improve and it's just not doing it and we don't need to talk about it anymore well and it's just kind of getting like Maybe me, I have to exclude my, I have to, I have to, I have to do the separation. I'm segregating Mm -hmm. you from your religion because I love you, but your religion is doing damage. Mm -hmm. Real world, real time damage. So, (laughs) sorry. Like, and it's not just Mormonism, it's Christianity too. Like, uh, I think it was in Georgia this week. uh, They had an assembly that was a Christian uh, revival assembly like that scheduled and the kids mm-hmm. are going to walk out because whatever happened to fucking separation of church and state, like it's getting crazy. Yeah. And I will defend your right to study and practice whatever the fuck you want forever. And I like having conversations about philosophy and like religion mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't think I can do the Mormon thing anymore. I loved Sousa's conversation because like, it was like, I felt like we were learning something. Yeah. And it's interesting to talk about people outside of our religion. I just want to do more of that. Yeah. And uh, do you think it was like out of step for me to call uh, Jesus Mr. Christ? Because I feel like that's how I would refer to him if he were a real person. No, I've always felt this way. And this is actually what has helped me not believe in God anymore. Is that if God is real and Jesus is real, <laughs> Jesus would love this podcast. He would think we were fucking hilarious. He'd be like, yeah, she, they bring they bring up some points here, y'all. You know what I mean? I really believe that. I'm not sitting here saying that, like, I got the finger of the pulse of Jesus. I don't. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm, like, you know, one of his disciples. I'm not. But I'm saying if God exists, if Jesus exists, and they're not complete fucking douchebags, they'd be like, yeah, of course, I gave you free will. Do with it what you want. Yeah. So uh, also they have been largely uninvolved in mankind for mm -hmm. far too long for me to think that they even care. Right. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, again, I'm not trying to like limit 
it's just the same reason why I don't want my sister on here. It's like, I understand that she has a story and she has her reasons, but I don't want to hear them. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. And like, Start your own podcast. My brother did. That's kind of how I'm feeling about Mormonism right now. Cause it's like, okay, yeah, do what you want, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to waste my time on it anymore. Because in my heart, it's nonsensical. But in yeah. yours, it's not. And out of respect for you, who the, my friends that are believers, let's just drop it. Let's just not talk about it anymore. Can I tell you what I saw today? I'm driving what? down to Provo a lot. There's a temple that's being built right by, uh, right across the street from like university, Utah Valley University. Uh-huh. And it's like in the worst place. Because first of all, it like is right by the freeway. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's a tactic, right? People, right. like, it's it's a marketing thing. But, um... I mean, that's it, MLM Road, right? Like, mm-hmm. might as well stick the temple there. So the temple's there, and it obstructs the view of the beautiful valley, so that makes me mad. Mm-hmm. And it's right by, like, this train... I was watching this train full of graffiti. Like, I don't care about graffiti. I, like, like it. It's uh-huh. whatever. It's whatever. This train... This is just like clanking its way by the temple. And I was like, you're really going to put temple right by the train tracks? Is this the prime real estate that you, that God wants? Like, I don't understand. Uh, maybe that's appealing to the the hookers and the drug addicts that, God, that Jesus liked to hang with. Are they yeah, going to be allowed know. in? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the temple was for... Fuck no, they're not. Lately, I've been getting in like YouTube spirals, and I've just been like seriously into the scams, Christian scams lately. Mm-hmm. Kills can me. T- can can we update each other on the TV we've been watching? Of course. Okay, I watched the Beanie Baby doc. And, and how do you, how do you feel? It was it was pretty insane. Were you First laughing? All, I was like, these women are literally defending. They're like, it's a collector. It's collecting. It's it's collecting. I'm like, didn't it a- kind of feel like your Mormon friends defending why they're still in the church? I was like, these are toys. And then like the girl was like, I kind of like them, but then my mom took over, and I'm like, girl, right. nobody's acknowledging your trauma right here. <laughs> oh, no, no one. She's like, I hate my life. <laughs> my mom, did, I, my, my mom like, took over. <laughs> My mom did the same thing to me because I used to like to drink out of like fun glasses mm-hmm. and then she took it over and it's like, it's okay for like a child to do that or for a child to collect beanie babies. But when an adult woman does it, it's tragic. <laughs> You're like, it was like when I liked those rhinestones on your butt pocket. Oh my God. And then my mom started buying them and I'm like, <laughs> no more. You're like, oh, so the trend's over. Thank you for letting <laughs> me know. Thanks, Holly. <laughs> or Heidi or whatever the fuck. Her name's Holly. I got uh, it right. <clears throat> the other documentary I watched was American alternate Aaron. Why did I say American? I'm just I'm alternative endings. Alternate endings. Alternate endings. What's it about? Six stories of people nearing death and of family members of the recently deceased who have chosen non-traditional end-of-life options and remembrances. Um, <clears throat> so one was like. A celebration, like a living wake. Uh-huh. So uh, this guy had terminal cancer and they organized like a funeral, but like while they were alive and they had, everybody came and had dinner and they all like said the things that they would say at a funeral to their face and said, 
You're a great man. You're a real you. son of a bitch. <clears throat> you've you've led this family. We love you so much. I, everything I've learned was because of you. Like, thank you for being my dad. All of those things. I was like, okay, that's the first one. I'm going to be like so uh, emotional. The second one was like a, a green burial. So this mm-hmm. woman like picked out a plot in this forest uh-huh. and chose like the plants that would be planted on top of her and like the location and whatever mm-hmm. and um that was cool another person had his ashes shot into space <laughs> with like a bunch of other people's ashes so it was kind of right. cool because he he would, like always loved space and he like died unexpectedly and like that was one way that they felt like they were honoring him mm-hmm. um they went over a um what's it, what's it called where you choose uh, medical assisted uh, euthanasia yeah pretty much um, so like this man had lung cancer and he was a scientist and he was mm-hmm. like I don't want to prolong the inevitable because I have incurable cancer I don't want to be a burden on anybody right. on my wife and I want to have control of how I go out. And so he was like, I don't know when it will happen. I'm not saying that I want to do it right now. And the wife was there and she was like, it's really hard to like talk about like you not being here. Like, of course, I don't want you to be to not be here. Mm -hmm. But I also like respect this and like, I'm going to miss you. Right. And so like, and then at the end of his life, he said, I'm let's have a get together because I'm going to do this on Tuesday. And so they had a get together and people were like, are you sure you don't want to like stick around a little longer? And he was like, no, I've made my decision. Uh, so, and like he did, he picked out his casket. He did his mm-hmm. whole situation and then his children and his wife were there. And he said, I just thank you for being my family and I love you. And they said, I love you back. And like the son was like, I don't know when I'm, I'm never going to have another chance to say this. I love you. You know, like, mm-hmm. and then he took the medicine and then he fell asleep and then he died. And it was, it went, it all went over the whole thing and it was really nice. And then what, the, what is that on HBO? HBO. Yeah. Let's check that out. <clears throat> and then the last one was a child who had cancer mm-hmm. and he was five and the parents were like really nice. They were like, kind of upfront. They weren't, they just told their child, you know, not everybody gets to win their battle with cancer. And so Mm. he was aware that he was going to die. And then he was like asking about funerals and he's like, why are funerals so sad? And he was like, I want a happy funeral. I want five bouncy castles because I'm five and I want snow cones. And so when he did die, um, the parents were tempted because it's such a hard thing mm-hmm. to go the planned route and the easy route, which is like contact a funeral home, like do mm-hmm. all these things and like arrange a funeral. And they were in the middle of planning this when they were like, my son didn't want this. He wanted bouncy castles. And so they really did have a party for him and it was really sweet. So I love the documentary. It got me thinking about what I would want to do and like, how respectful death is and like I'm in a stage right now where my grandpa's dying and mm-hmm. it's a hard thing to think about because this man I love him we've had our differences of opinions about Donald Trump and the church and being gay 
<laughs> but I still deeply love him and his end of his end of season is coming up and it's helped me to like respect the end of his journey instead of resist and kind of like got me thinking about what I would do what would want for myself too and like it was a nice documentary I just think death is so interesting because it's like we're all going to experience it I just wonder why it's so hard you know it's hard because it's unknown and like I think I like being alive and I like having the people in my life that I have well, why don't you fucking brag about it? Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm I don't. I don't it. like some of the people. <laughs> but like, they're all not great. Um, any more documentaries? Yeah. Are you ready? There's been a lot. Okay. <laughs> uh, fifteen minutes of shame. Yeah. Loved it. Did you watch yeah. that? Uh-huh. So good. Monica Lewinsky narrates, talks about how the invention of the internet really takes a hold of people's ability to tear people's lives apart. Mm-hmm. And it talked about the person who um, saw a trend in hand sanitizer selling. And so he bought a bunch of hand sanitizer mm-hmm. before the pandemic started. And then the New York times made the article about him and made him look out to be a bad guy and how, no, they made it. They did an accurate portrayal of what he was, which was a bad guy. I think he you should ex- watch it. <laughs> he exploited. I understand that that's what he was doing. Like that, like that's what their thing was. But he went from freaking place to place to place to place. That is like, it's like, that's dude, true. There is, is the two sides to it. But at the same time, it was just, it, it's not just about him. It's about a lot of different people. It's and a how flaw their lives about capitalism. It's a flaw about how we react to people. It's a flaw about how yeah. women get way more bullshit than, yeah. uh, men when it comes to this sort of thing like i'm watching the pam and tommy on hulu and it's like <laughs> or disney this... plus if you're out of the country yeah <laughs> i was like what the fuck is this i was seriously laughing so hard i was like what a fucking weird mess up um but uh like i feel like media is doing this new trend where they're like the media came down too hard on these people and then, like, they try to poke, point the finger at us, and it's like, bitch, you're media. I'm not media. You're media. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, but it's also, like, an insight to, like, how I I thought about this podcast a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought about how right away. Well, I guess the, I'm media now. Yeah. The very <laughs> first thing that we tried to say was, we're going to get things wrong. Please let mm-hmm. us grow. Right. And I feel like that is still the message like the things that we have said and have put out into the world we can't Mm -hmm. take back but i feel like there are emphasis on just being our real selves and having a humanity behind it because part of the other thing the documentary was talking about how people don't put humanity into the people that they're tearing down right they don't they don't have the full story they just have the facet and they're like that's shitty cancel you that shitty cancel you so do you think that's what you're doing with joe rogan right now i just don't think he i just think he's past his time i think he needs to just do something else with his life i don't like i know that he has a podcast i just Mm -hmm. i really haven't uh listened to what he said but Mm -hmm. i did watch him be in support of the i don't know i've watched him be in support of a lot of things that i haven't agreed with 
And then just like the way he feels entitled to his racist comments turned me off. And so I just don't think, I think Joe Rogan should do something else. You know what I mean? What was his racist comment? He uses the N word frivolously and he tells, he calls, he calls black people apes. There's several instances. Like, I don't need to be your resource on that. Like, I'm going to have to look that up. It's very no, cause Googleable. Because when, when, I, when I listened to it, he wasn't doing that shit. But I think the thing that I have, the, the, the struggle, like, I am, I don't listen to Joe Rogan anymore. He's canceled as far as in my brain, which is yeah. the only the only canceling that I'm concerned with. <laughs> but um, I think what the real problem here is, is not that Joe Rogan has a podcast. It's that millions of people without a second of irony go to him for medical advice Mm -hmm. for uh just like life advice this dude's been in the public eye since the 90s he's out of touch yeah so i don't think joe rogan is the problem it's the people who that joe rogan's the problem in that he doesn't understand who his audience is in that he thinks that um there is critical thinking going on we actually had poor education like it's wide known (laughs) like people in Panguitch when they go to college they say oh you're from Panguitch okay we'll go easy on you because you don't know how to do this shit the the professors say that Hmm. so it's like you're talking to these people who have brains they're not stupid but they were never really they were never really using it (laughs) and they they have this they're striving they want to hear information and Joe Rogan's relatable because he's a he's an idiot, you know. And the the pe- fact of the matter is, Joe Rogan will constantly tell you what an idiot he is. Hmm. So the fact that he is telling these people, hey, you know, don't listen to me, I'm an idiot. But he asks them these like he asks questions and they're dumbed down. So like he's their savior somehow. Hmm. He doesn't understand who he's grasping at and how critical thinking just isn't in these people's wellhouse. It's not something they use regularly. You know? Yeah. And you asking me that was like, yeah, like I've tried to do the cancel culture thing, but like, I don't know. I'm just tired. Here's what I'm tired of. You're, you're tired of his followers, right? You're not tired of him. You're tired of his fucking followers. It's true. It's true. And I did post that in a place of like, I'm angry. I'm, here's what I'm angry about. My friend that I thought was one way is not. Uh huh. And I'm mad about it. And I'm sad that our friendship has suffered from it. And I'm sad that he like seems to support these ideals that seem backwards to me. And it's frustrating because I don't relate to them anymore. I'm totally, I'm totally with you. Like I'm, you felt me, I've talked about my frustration with Joe Rogan and his followers on this podcast before. I would love to sit down and try to get Joe Rogan to understand. If you really want to understand how out of touch he is, you should listen to his episode with Ron White right when he moves to texas where he's like we should do this this and that and ron white's like this is not how like he's just like this isn't how it works down here Mm -hmm. joe rogan has no idea who he's dealing with Mm -hmm. and he's in a bubble because he's a celebrity but it's like i will till the end of my life defend freedom of speech (laughs) i will to the end of my life defend all this shit yeah but it's like i what really is troubling me because i really had to break this down over the past couple weeks because it's like am i mad at joe am (laughs) i mad like you know like i had to figure out what what am i pissed off about Mm -hmm. because he (laughs) is saying all this shit that's just malarkey but the thing is is it's like 
I haven't listened to his podcast for over a year. I don't know what he's saying. I have no idea. I know that he, when I did listen to his podcast, he was stoned and thoughtful and God regularly admitted how stupid he was. Hmm. He told Sounds you. Sounds a lot he, like us. Well, he, yeah, I know. He told you who he was, but people don't want to hear it. But they are finding comfort in the fact that maybe they're smarter than Joe Rogan and this person's on. So this, you know, like, and people are also caught up in the, if it's on radio or if it's on here, it must be true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> just like Neil Young, it's, I totally back Neil Young's pulling his music and uh, Joni Mitchell too. Like they're, they've had it. They're all allowed to use their voices in the way that what they will. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting to watch it play out. But what I am very concerned about is how many people in this country lack critical thinking skills. And even I have fallen into that trap. So for the past like couple of weeks, I've been like, <laughs> what <Hashtag> am I? <laughs> so I'm like, what am I mad about? Like, what am I fucking mad about? Yeah. And I'm like, I am annoyed that people that I respect are citing Joe Rogan when we're having scientific yes. conversations. Yes. And that's what I came down to too. Like I sent the tech, the um, screenshot of the text and I was just like, why am I so upset about this? And they were like, it just sounds like you don't like the person you're talking to. And I'm like, right. I feel like I feel like, and I, I just give you this advice all the time. I'm like, you guys had a really good relationship. It's over. Pack it up. <laughs> like <laughs> close uh, up the store. <laughs> and to top that off, a TikTok uh, <laughs> a filter said, this is going to be your theme of this year. And like the sign is it flipped through a bunch of signs and it ended up on, you didn't think that the person you made memories with was going to be a memory. And I was like, well, fuck. Yep. It just and sucks. On, that's fine. But it's also, it also sucks too that you're like, I've been like, oh my God, they're tuned to Joe Rogan. I'm done with them. I felt that, felt that about people before. Yeah. Or where it's like, I don't value your opinion anymore. Like, and when I have these conversations with like flat earthers, anti-vaxxers, da, 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 if you <laughs> are telling me about fake news and your first thing is to pull up a, uh, any news source to show me anything, you're not thinking. You're not mm-hmm. being thinking critically. You don't understand that most news places are owned by like three families. <laughs> like, you aren't thinking critically. And yeah. so many people aren't thinking critically. I'm not. And it's like, <laughs> exactly. That's, I'm so glad we're having this conversation because I was like, I'm not scared that Joe Rogan's saying the things that he's saying. I'm scared that some people are like, checks out. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, and I had to like, I really did have to take a step back and I was just like, who did who said it to me you did or my friend kelly she was just like uh either one of you Mm -hmm. said you're spending the wrong time you're spending your time on and energy on the wrong thing and i was like fuck i am i am i think i said i wouldn't i sounds like i wouldn't spend my i'm like if i i think i said i wouldn't spend my energy on this anymore yeah or something like that and like i i do get mad about like white saviorism and i do too the things that I just get a lot, you know, I get mad. So I don't think I'm well, and there's, things, there's things that he says too, that are like 100% not PC, but that doesn't mean they're not accurate. You know what I mean? Like I remember McKay said in uh biowag, he's like, the reason why black people are um, such great athletes is because we bred them to be that way. We Holy bred shit. black people to be that way. And I remember me and Dexter looked at each other like, what the fuck did he just say? Because it was just so appalling, but it's the truth. You know, they did. I mean, it's the fucking truth. It's the disgusting, despicable truth. <laughs> but it's the truth, you know. Yeah, and 
as a follow-up, Joe Rogan did get those episodes deleted and sent out a, a PR apology. But it's a... Uh... Well, and it's just like the, the trans thing. Like, he's always going on about the trans thing. Everyone always cites Joe Rogan when it comes to the trans thing. And the truth of the matter is, is that, <clears throat> A, we put way too much weight in sports. We care way too much about sports. Sports is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Do you, is... you know the halftime show is going to be fucking lit, though? Yeah, Snoop and like, who else? I don't remember, but I was like, Snoop. <laughs> Snoop. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, Snoop, Dr. Dre, and Mary J. Blige. Is yeah, top. Kendrick Lamar. I love Kendrick. Yeah. But uh, the point of the matter is, is why would you go through all of that just for sports? And I was thinking about that the other day and I'm like, no one would do that. And I'm like, just kidding. There's so many fucking idiots mm-hmm. who only give a shit about sports mm-hmm. who would encourage their son to do that or mm-hmm. their, do- you know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. just like... <laughs> It's fucking wild. But it's like, honestly, in the real world, though, in the very real world, that's a percentage and that's a mental illness right there where you're like, yeah, of course I would do that. Of course, I, you know, but like, okay, cool. So get your ass kicked by a trans person. Who cares? It's a fucking sport. It's a sport. Who cares? <laughs> like, who fucking cares? But what Joe Rogan is saying where it's like they are physically different. That is the truth. It's the truth. So let's figure it out. So we don't have to be exclusive. You know, let's be inclusive, not exclusive. Yeah. It's not hard. It's not hard. Like, it, we put our we put too much of our weight and passion in the dumbest shit. <laughs> like what? Money. Money, sports. Wearing expensive clothing. Like Lamborghinis. <laughs> Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I watched the opening ceremony of the Olympics. Uh-huh. It was like beat for beat the japan opening ceremony <laughs> and then they had this dumb song about snowflakes and i was just like i don't care about any of this and i haven't watched a single event and i have been so jazzed i'm always so jazzed about the olympics because like it's a time when the world finally gets together and is like they're competing but they're respectful and like we're like visiting each other and whatever whatever i don't care anymore about the olympics and it's ruined Again, I got to say, God bless the teachers like Coach Morrison, who would allow me to not pay attention to his class and sit in the back and read National Geographics. He's probably like, he's like, I don't care. She's quiet and she's learning. Like, Bobby's calm. (laughs) She's calm. She's not fucking anyone. She hasn't said fuck for the last five minutes. (laughs) But um, I remember reading that this has always been a problem where they give these places want them. They give them this money. They are crooked with their with mm-hmm. rebuilding the infrastructure, mm-hmm. and then like Russia, like I I have not supported the Olympics since like so fresh, no since before that like because it's been a thing forever, hmm. and it's just like I I pay, pay close attention to it now because it's like Russia was seriously like the worst. was that Sochi was that what it was that was like twenty fourteen but. But no, but like even before that, I remember, mm. and I it could have been because it was here too. I was paying attention to it, um, but it's just like the Olympics are so stupid, like <laughs> they are so fucking stupid, and just why do we keep giving, Ma- like Russia, China, why, why, mm. why are we putting everyone in danger? Seriously, um, and like the Olympians are like crying because they're like I have nothing to eat for like two days because there's nothing. Yeah. It's like, and oh, like shock. One of the uh, f- 
torch bearers towards the the main torch was like this person who like supports in camp uh, prisoner encampment. And I was like, Spencer was like, are you fucking kidding me? This person's carrying the torch. Right. It's, just it's like, like the Olympics is a fucking joke. It's a facade. It's a fucking facade. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> are we caught up? No, I've been watching more shit. I've had okay. a lot of time to like stay awake and be nauseous and try to eat cereal and <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not getting any sleep. Sure, succession. You... Have you been watching Succession? Yeah, but here's my mistake. What? I thought I was starting at season one. I've watched you started season two. No, I started I I have watched four season four episodes of season three. Oh that's I all was right. I was Just hooked. forget. I was hooked immediately. I know it's like, amazing. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm getting it. I'm so into this. Okay. And you know what? Well, I don't know what's great about that. Before the season finale, um, and Vanity Fair loves to do this with TV shows. I've talked about how they did like a layout for Mad Men every, every uh, year and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they released this thing that the guy who plays Kendall is insane. And he's getting way too into his work and da 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 da, da. Mm-hmm. And like they all released a press, like a, a press release. Every single person's talked to different people of the press and said, I'm really worried about him. Mm-hmm. And everyone was posting. <laughs> and then that at final episode happened. And then it was over. And what they were doing was showing how you can manipulate the press. Because yeah. that's yeah. what this show is about. I mean, there's this show's about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But it's about that. And I was like, God, that's fucking clever. I There's love things that go. have stuck with me from every single episode. I'm like, Jesus, Jesus uh-huh, Christ, Jesus. Uh-huh. Look at that. Look at that. Did you start season one or episode one yet? Season one, episode one yet? No. So I have had to stop <laughs> in my wild <laughs> adventure into season three because Spencer actually wants to watch it with me. So I have not watched anymore and I'm just going to okay. start with season one. And we're going to watch have it fun, together. Man. It's going to be fun. fun. It's going to be great. I am a big fan already. I don't know why, but I am. And mostly like... because uh, McCulkin guy, Kieran, uh-huh. is Kieran. fucking funny. Yeah, he's funny. And he's... Uh, his character's like... Well, I don't know. All their characters are just so sad. Like, they're yeah. such tragic figures, but also the writing's hilarious. It's Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. He, they get it. Yeah, they get it. <laughs> what else? What else you got for me? What else you been uh... watching? Well, I don't know if we have time to get into it now. Yeah, we do. Okay. Let's do it. The Tinder Swindler. (laughs) I watched it the second it dropped, as I do it. There's no more documentaries for me. (laughs) This is it. The brilliance of the Tinder Swindler is it had real life pictures, video, photos, voice memos, texts. Oh, yeah, no, the it. voice memos. I'm like, I'm so glad that he was one of those. I mean, we couldn't be friends. He and I couldn't be friends with all those fucking voice memos, but I'm glad. That there. <laughs> no, but I really think the brilliance of his scam is that he, and spoiler alerts, whatever. Uh, you should have watched it by now. Yeah, whatever. It's been three weeks. What are you doing? Uh, okay, can that, I tell you how it's set it up? Yeah. I started watching it. Spencer has been working at the table because grandma's sleeping in his office. Uh-huh. And I start it. And suddenly Spencer is no longer working. He's like, what is this? He was like, is this guy going to turn into be a joke or like a bad guy? And I was like, yeah. 
I, I noticed you didn't see what it's called. It's called a Tinder swindler. And immediately shit starts going down. And he's like, I'm no longer working. And he's just standing behind the couch just watching. <laughs> That's exactly how I imagined him. <laughs> With like one arm up. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. He's such a great man. <laughs> you guys are my favorite couple. <laughs> oh... The Tinder swindler. No, but like, oh I feel like God. what's so great about his con is that he takes them on like this lavish first date where they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. he's got fucking money. Yes. But I <sighs> right I away, Spencer's like, he's just sending Google links. He's not sending pins or anything. Oh, yeah, I know. That's what I saw too. I was like, is that actually a pin? Like, I'm like, I don't know how this shit works, but that's just a, a website. But also, he could be there because he's swindling all these women. Yes. He could like, be sending links to <laughs> hotels that he's not even at. And he's just like, I'm here. Sorry, babe. Well, honestly, I struggled not to victim shame. Well. Did you struggle with that? Or am I just a bitch? Nope. I think we should uh, talk about the victim shaming. Because I was like, duh. And first of all, I was like, okay, well, don't go fucking be a gold digger. But I do like the gentlemen prefer blondes angle that they threw in where it's like, you know, if, of course, you want your girl to marry a guy with money, just like you want your guy to marry a, a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I don't know. I just was like, duh. Like, I would never, I don't know. I don't even feel like I would give my boyfriend, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take out that much money for my boyfriend. Absolutely two, not. I never would. The son of a diamond king you yeah, need to borrow like, money from me? Yeah, I'd be like, there's got to be, especially because with succession, it's like, where are your lawyers? Where are anybody that's yeah. running your company? Like, call yeah. someone else. Yeah. You don't need me. Sucks to suck, bro. The big, the the setup of the con is so important. So, like. It really is. It really you, is. You go to a hotel. He buys He's got the name. You can Google the name. Like, mm-hmm. people Yeah, aren't... but that also, that picture was so Photoshopped. Yes. I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, okay, bro. But um, is, this is happening in, like, 2015, right? Still. 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 But. Yeah, but like, still. No. Still but. Still but. Uh, he, like, has a baby mama. Yeah, what's up with her? What the fuck's up with her? What the fuck's up with her? And so she's like, he takes really good care of us. And you know what? I don't doubt that he takes really good care of them. Oh, yeah, same. I bet he does, too, because, like, literally, if he... Okay, so he's spending one day with her, and then he sends her away, the blonde girl from... Mm -hmm. She's from, like, Norway, right? Norway, London, yeah. Yeah. So they spend 24 hours together, and then he spends his day... Like, if he's spending all of his day talking to these women, and then, like, even if he meets up with a woman a day or a woman a week... Mm Mm-hmm. Because him and the Swedish girl, they didn't meet up for like three months. And then it was like, but they yeah. talked every day. Yeah. So he uses this as his full-time job. Who knows how many people he's yes. scamming. When he was sending the video of like, hi, my love, I'm doing this. We're in plane. I was like, that reminded me immediately of he's not that into you. Where he like, do you know, you know this movie? It's yeah, old. We talked about it uh, <laughs> last week, actually. So anyway, Drew Barrymore's character gets this voicemail that's like, Mary, 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 Mary. Oh, my Mary. I love you. 
Jenny, 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 Jenny. Oh, wait, fuck. (laughs) I immediately was like, this guy's recording 10 second clips for how many people? I was like, immediately, I don't know about this. Well, and honestly, like, you could throw a bunch of those out in like 45 minutes to how many people? Exactly. And like, if you're vague, like, hey, babe, like if you're calling everybody babe, Mm -hmm. I did notice there were some where he directly talks, like says their name directly. Yeah. But there are a a lot that it's like vague. He's professional, though. He's professional. Like, I want to marry you. I want to have babies with you. I immediately feel this connection. I miss you, too. Anyway. Everybody wants to get married to a rich guy. That's. I want, I think everyone wants money to not be a, a problem in their relationship. Yeah. Because yeah. all of us have seen relationships crash and burn because of money. We've all yes. seen it. That's, that's, I feel like that's one of the main causes of relationships breaking up is because of money. Yes. Money problems. Yeah. Or the stress of it that makes them, makes them like hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, of course it would be nice to not have to worry about that shit, to have nice things to like, you know, and to also be like madly in love with this Prince Charming mm-hmm, guy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. would be very nice. But like, <laughs> it's also like, I don't know. I feel like these girls maybe be a, might be a little naive. What yeah. do you think of the, the one that just turned out to be a friend? What do you think of her? Uh, the uh, Amsterdam girl. Yeah, that had like the worst fucking lip job ever. The worst Botox ever. <sighs> Unfortunately, people like this. Listen, stop getting Botox and stop. No, they they do it just to be like, I can afford it. They don't. Uh, It's supposed to look bad. You're supposed to be able to tell. But can't. I don't know. Um, Anyway, the I'm not saying Botox. I'm saying please. Plastic surgery. Just. It's fine. fine. There's nothing wrong with Asian gracefully. We'll have a whole thing on the beauty industry. (laughs) I'm getting stressed out about it. Um, I think she should have trusted her intuition that something was off. But I'm not going to blame her because it feels like she has this lifestyle already. She didn't need him. Right? She has this traveling lifestyle where she is fine. Yeah, I think I think she's like... Uh, my thing was, though, like, at the end, her and the uh, Norwegian girl are buddies. And it's like, at any point, because the Norwegian girl funded that whole summer. Mm-hmm. Has she ever been like, hey, here's some money? Is that your job to do that? Like, she seemed to, like, lack empathy. To, and it was kind of just like, well, whatever. It's her That's thing. True. It's their problem. You know That's what I mean? That's true. Oh, he swindled me, too. Oh, too bad. We swindled me, too. 30000 versus $250,000. Mm-hmm. But I bet in her head she's like, I would never do that. But I don't know. I would just, I'm just wondering, like, do you feel that responsibility once it happens where you're like, I need to help her because she's... They probably are like I think the way that they are helping each other is like but, moral support. Yeah, but honestly, yeah. I would never be in a position where I am. Oh, we're getting into it. Good God, the final the final gal who sells his clothes sells his clothes. Why do I not remember that? What did you not finish? Yeah, I did. So, I watched so it twice. This, this girl who has been his girlfriend the entire time uh-huh. and has like. Like even before the the London London Amps uh, Norway girl and before uh-huh. the summer whatever, she's been his girlfriend and they've been like traipsing around Munich or whatever. And she's and, like Russian, right? 
something like that. Yeah. And she is, works in the fashion industry and she mm-hmm. notices that he has all of these like very designer clothes. And so she's like, babe, babe, I'll help you. I'll help you escape your whatever. I don't. She sees the fucking article that they that they put out about him, the Tinder swindler. Oh, and then she gets, she's, yeah. And then he gets, yeah, okay. She's the reason why he gets rolled. That's right. And then okay, he's yeah. like, <clears throat> fuck you. I'm sorry, babe. Fuck you. I'm sorry, babe. Uh, action has reaction. I'm sorry, babe. I really well, that, need your help. <laughs> that was what something I was wondering too, because like when the Norwegian girl blocks him, he calls her mom's house. It's like, okay, she blocked you, dude. It's over. Just move on. Like you got away with it. Go. I don't know. Is it? Is he know. like a control junkie? Is that what it is? I think so. He's probably very abusive too. Like, and he feels like he can get away with it, and he thinks he can terrorize somebody into like still swindling them i don't know i don't know i don't know it was really weird he seemed- yeah i went through i feel like i went through a range of emotions where i was like they deserve it to what have you seen that um have you heard of the she was a news anchor in new york and she got with this guy they were getting married they were gonna get married by the pope allegedly mm-hmm. and then it turned out that he like the closer it got like she paid for the, like this she was paid for this huge wedding um, and the closer it got, he like kind of just like ghosted her and she went to his house in Spain and she's an American and he had like a wife and two kids. What? <laughs> yeah. This is why I don't do Tinder. This is why okay. I don't do the internet. Let's do this. Yeah, let's. <sighs> I'm suspicious. I got my guard up constantly. The stories are all over the place. MTV has a fucking show about it. I know, and you know that, that catfish, some of those things are staged. It makes me mad. Like what? Like a lot of the stories, they it's come out that this, some of them are staged. Well, I think I think it's like this is a variation of the story, and then it's like we're going to reenact it. Because I mm. bet there's plenty of people who are like, I you can use my story, but I want no part makes of sense. this. Here's my story that you can't use. Catfish. Nobody can use this. Neve, you can't use it. You can't. It's mine. I'm using it for this podcast. <laughs> in 2006 like immediately after i graduation i'm I'm 17 i move into an apartment at um, provo with like five other girls and i have my phone and i'm just like left my own devices like i have this like i don't know it's just weird um i've been on somebody told me to get on hot or not right and so i've been a little bit on internet dates or whatever and also i've been on this chat room called teen chat or chat city something like that fucking chat rooms man chat rooms you know what was good times chat rooms everybody well, I mean, was I pretending like to be all... somebody they were yeah wait that's that's like my depth of catfishing like i've catfished in a cat in a chat room before for sure yeah, I, I was take, always. I didn't take it. I didn't take it anywhere, but I've definitely been like, yeah, I'm a blah 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 blah. You know, uh, what were you? I don't know. Sometimes I was a guy. Sometimes I was a girl. Sixteen <clears throat> F Cali. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they'll never find me in California. <laughs> or I would be like, I'd be like an eighteen year old, and I'd pretend like I was like younger and try to catch perps. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Uh, I'm on this chat room and I end up making friends with this man named Andrew M8. And like literally 
all I do is peruse the internet and like talk to this guy and uh-huh. it's fun. Like, I don't know. There's something addicting about a chat room. That's like, if you can overtake the conversation in the main chat, that's fun. Or like saying, uh, I'm bored. PM me or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. it was just fun. And so I feel like it gives you practice without the risk. Yes. There's practice no risk. flirting without risk. Yeah. You can block people all the time. Like, well, and like no one actually knows who you are. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my God. So anyway, um, I ended up like having these friends, but then, um, Andrew, we wanted to like text each other. So, start texting and we start sharing face not facebook myspace information so this is my myspace and what's your myspace and so i would like go to his myspace and he was cute he was so cute how many friends did he have i don't remember it seemed like he had enough friends and then or like at least a, a couple like i didn't have very many friends i wasn't very cool i had like maybe 25 friends that I maxed out at maybe 40 friends, you know, and like half of those people didn't even like me. So Oh, really? Yeah, people didn't care. I just feel like okay, whatever. You had low self-esteem. We've talked about it continuing. I had a best <laughs> friend that would put me on and off her top 8 all the time just to fuck with me. So bitch. Yeah. And she would like we'd have sleepovers all the time and she'd like I don't know. It's fine. Where was I? His picture <laughs> his picture was really pixelated. So I was like, why is your picture so fuzzy? And he's like, oh, I took it on my phone, whatever. And I was like, cool, I get that because my flip phone's right. Yeah. Flip phones. And You're so- like, well, you have a camera on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> I had to upgrade to that. Uh, <laughs> I don't even have a razor. Um, uh, the razor phone, not a razor. Then... So I was noticing that, like, sometimes he had kind of red hair and then he changed it to, like, a brown hair. And I was like, this isn't the same guy. This doesn't look the same. And they were like, oh, it's me. Don't worry about it. Like, it's just blah, blah, blah. And so I was just like, okay, I guess Mm -hmm. I'm believing this. And then they were like, I'm having problems with my girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, who's your girlfriend? And they're like, it's this girl. She's one of my friends. And her, her profile was always, like, private. So I couldn't mm-hmm. see anything except for her one picture. And then, like, they were like, yeah, there's blah, 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 blah. And then I was working at a hotel. Mm-hmm. So, and I was working the midnight shift, like the graveyard shift. And so I was up from, like, 1 to 10 or something like that. 1 to 8. 1 to 9. Mm-hmm. And so we would, like, text all night. And then they'd be like, I love you, baby, or whatever. And anyway, it progressed to being like kind of romantic. And so right, right. like it, you guys were like playing house via text. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fun because like, I felt like I, I didn't have, I didn't go to real school. Okay. So this is like literally a year later. I didn't have mm-hmm. real school. And so I didn't really get to meet anybody. And I went to a choir class and that was about it. And this choir class was like a Mormon class and I was more into like, I'm horny all night. So I don't want to like, <laughs> it's fine. You're more alternative as they say. <laughs> I hope JD never lives that down. I know. No, I feel like, I feel like every episode I say something shitty to him, like personally. 
Love you, boo. He loves it. I'm sure. I know. I know he does. He I know he does. He would stop listening if he was like really offended. No, and he knows we're fucking with him. We only talk about the people we love, right? Sure. And, and and our moms. And this catfish. <laughs> I think you have. I think you have love for her. My mom. Sorry, your catfish. I just ruined it, but it's fine. Continuing. We'll edit that out. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we were talking about catfishing. I think everyone knew. I just, I just fucked up with the gender. That's all. <laughs> so, um, anyway. We're really bad at reveals on this podcast. <laughs> I'm editing it out, so stop so I can continue. <laughs> I'm editing. I'm talking a lot, so it'll be easy to edit it out. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so, um, then it's like we're in the elevator. I'm, like, in the elevator. I'm cleaning the elevator. I get this text that was, like, she doesn't mean anything to me. It's you. It's all you. And I was like, who are you talking to? And this was back in the day, children, when if you saved enough text messages, you could accidentally reply to the wrong text message. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so I had my text messages saved to the brim. And so sometimes I would send raunchy text messages to other people and i'd be like sorry that wasn't for you i feel like even now like the way my thing's set up is i have like drop downs and if i hit reply and someone texts right when i hit reply i will reply to them and i won't even notice (gasps) that's kind of scary it's scary (laughs) samsung issues okay okay it's not samsung bitch it's a google google pixel and i hate it (laughs) oh i'm sorry we'll help you (laughs) this we apple no. I will not. I will not. Our friends. Our friends will our help principles. you. Um, so I'm going to help myself, damn it. And then, like, <laughs> another thing. And I was like, who are you talking to? And she, there was no way that he could, like, weasel around it. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah. uh, that wasn't for you. And I'm like, then who was it for? Because obviously yeah, you, like, bitch. I, you weren't talking to me. And now you're talking mm-hmm. to me. And they're like, just forget about it, babe. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. You're the only one for me. So I was like, okay, prove it. I want you to write on my 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 space my wall, wall. <laughs> that you're in love with me i did this all the time i did this to aaron blake oh, i did this God. to like, r.i.p for real um so <laughs> i was like if you love me prove it prove it put it on your myspace and so he did and then then that that person anyway he was like, I sent it to this person, but I really don't love her. I really love you. Blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, can I tell you my uh, favorite thing? I won't. I won't tell you. Um, yeah, so tell me. Tell me. I love when you go. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> me? Yeah. You're always like. Well, it's like yada, yada, yada. Like we get it. Yeah. Duh, yeah duh. So, so then I'm like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Do you actually hate it? No. Okay. You actually Every time like it, it happens, I'm like. Giddy. <laughs> I do this thing with my bosses where I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, my God. I do that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, yeah. it's like, it's me being like, I understand what you're saying. Let's yes. move on to the next point. Yes. And I, Kelly, who's one of my BFFs who used to be my boss, when I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I fucking hate it when you do it. I hate <laughs> it. It's so dismissive. And I'm like, no, it's not. I'm it's, just like, I get it. Move yeah. on. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. go. I used to say, KK, 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 You can't. Yeah, yeah. I had to break. I had to break the KKK. Because it's like, nope. Wrong color for that wrong palette anyway. the whole time i'm sending andrew 
His name's Andrew Ohio, by the way. And in between Andrew Ohio, I have Not another... George Glass? <laughs> Shut up. No. His name is Andrew McCann, but I call him Andrew Ohio oh, because okay. he's from Ohio. <laughs> and okay, thank God. In between Andrew Ohio, we break up a couple of times, and then he always ends up texting me and is like, I'm here. He's from... He says, I have a house in St. Petersburg. Anyway... Um, like I date, I legitimately date and baptize Andrew New Mexico. So there's a reason why there's like a state differentiation. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I understand. I understand putting contacts in your phone a certain way. I get, I get it. I met Andrew New Mexico in a chat room on my phone. Uh, it was my thing. Um, anyway, I put a, I put a, I put a cucumber next to everyone I meet on dating apps. Oh, good for you. Cucumber emoji. So I know, you know. (laughs) But then how do you differentiate between two Andrews? Uh, There'll be more. (laughs) There'll just be more more information. (laughs) Yeah, but in the days where there wasn't like a page of text, you had to like go back and forth from your inbox to your outbox to your inbox to your outbox to figure out who you were talking to. Uh, I don't feel like I was scandalous like that back in the day. Like mm. I, I was just fairly like shut down and not, I didn't kiss anyone until I was 20. Like it was just wasn't, it wasn't something I was doing. I have a question. What? How old were you when you fr- sent your first video of you masturbating to somebody? I never have. Wow. <laughs> How old are you? I'm not, I'm, I don't think I should say. Poor were you Spencer. like 13? No, uh, definitely overage. So, uh, um, no, I probably did it when I was like, I probably done it like one time, and I was probably like twenty-seven. My face wasn't in it, so it's fine. Yeah, you don't you don't put your face in like no. nudes. That's that's a tip. Hot tip Hot from tip. a millennial <laughs> who had a flip phone. Don't put your face in nudes. <laughs> um. Anyway, so this was going on back and forth, and uh, there was all of these different clues like. He said that he was in a um, fire department. He was a firefighter. That's hot. Right? Easily persuaded by this. And uh, when I was like, what department are you in? He told me that he was like in this one. And so then I would like Google search and be like, can I look up, can I look up rosters of like Cincinnati fire people or whatever. Uh-huh. And I could never find his name. And I also Googled quite regularly. Like what, what year did you graduate? Okay, cool. Googled like class, like date of birth or whatever. You know, I was just really trying to like dig for information so that I could verify this person. And I never could. And so then I was like, I don't think you're real. And he's like, babe, I'm so real. I'm so real. And I'm so in love with you. So real. <clears throat> and I was like, well then fine, prove it. Like you should call me. And he was like, I can't. I have a speech impediment. (laughs) It prevents me from speaking. And I was like, like how though? Like you can obviously talk. I would just be like, okay, cool. Otherwise you couldn't like be a firefighter or something, you know, like, and so then I was like, just prove it. Hey, that's ableism, you bitch. Well, I was ableist. 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 (laughs) Like, hello. (laughs) Uh, So he was like, okay, well, I can't say my R's, my T's. He pretty much, like, said that uh, Wheel of Fortune thing where it's, like, R-S-T-L-N-E. I can't say any of those. R.L. Stein? 
No. You know in uh, Wheel of Fortune where the final clue is like R-S-T-L-N-E? Those are like the most common letters in... No, I'm no, sorry. Okay, it's fine. Okay, it's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> uh, he couldn't say any of those letters. Accused, blah, blah, blah. I'm he a Jeopardy much, gal. Uh... He said all of these letters and I was like... Well, that's fine. Why don't you just call me and like prove me a real, prove you real by saying something? And so I finally, finally convince him to give me a call. Uh-huh. And he calls in the middle of the night and he like leaves a voicemail. No, the first thing was he he calls and he's like, "Hey," and hangs up. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay," I was like that that didn't convince me. So right. he didn't call me. And so then um, he calls me in the middle of the night while I'm sleeping and leaves a voicemail and it's a acoustic guitar version of a Backstreet Boys song. That's not the Backstreet Boys. And it's like, I need you tonight. I need you right now. And then, so I'm like, that was really nice. Thank you. That was like really sweet. I love that song. Blah, blah, blah. Then I look up YouTube, acoustic guitar, Backstreet Boys, <laughs> I Need You Tonight. I found the exact one. Such a dude. See, I don't go this deep with things. I don't, like, I, this is why I just, like, uh-uh. I don't like and, to know this much about people. And then I was like, this is, so you sent me, you essentially recorded it from this link. And you're like, How dare you? I actually recorded it for you. And I'm like, I caught you red-handed, bro. Like, <laughs> Another thing was the dick pics that he would always send were clearly taken from a computer. And I was like, this is really pixelated. Like, this is really weird that it's like stripey like this. And he was like, yeah, my, my phone camera's broke, babe. And I was like, this looks like a porn dick. <laughs> like, I've been around. <laughs> so I was just like, but you know what? I was just at this point, this was like, I had been talking to this guy for at least two years, maybe three. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I was just done. I was like, I like talking to you, but like, you're not real. And he's like, yeah, I'm real. And, um, I finally get this MySpace, no, this Facebook message, MySpace, MySpace message that was like, Hey, my name is so-and-so McCann. I am the brother of the girl who is running this MySpace profile and is also mm-hmm. running several MySpace profiles, including said girlfriend profile XYZ. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she's doing this, but she's messing around with quite a few people. And sorry to tell you like this, but I got to let you know. And so then I was Props like, to that oh, brother, yo. I know. Right. Good man. <sighs> so I pretty much messaged Andrew and I was like, I know who you are and I don't want to talk to you anymore. And they're like, please, I love talking to you. And I was like, you should have been fucking honest. You should have been honest because I probably yeah. would have like still sent you yeah. titty pics because. Because <laughs> I'm trying to figure things out. Okay. Yeah. And I kind of wanted you to be a girl this whole time, but it's fine. Um, I know so... you reached out- okay. I know you reached out to her. Did she ever respond? Yeah. Um. So, okay, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there (laughs) yet. It's a girl. It's a girl. You already Um, said that. You said that the guy said it was a sister. You already said. I know. I'm just announcing the gender. I'm doing a gender reveal. (laughs) It's a girl. Let's let's burn down the forest. It's it's a girl. Pink confetti everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. So, 
Um, years later, I'm at the dentist office and the girl's name is Allison. Mm-hmm. I don't care <clears throat> about if people know or not. Um, right. Uh, and I get this call that this girl's in from out of town and she needs to be seen for an emergency tooth situation. I'm like, okay, that sounds fine. Let's go ahead and take your information and then like, I'll make sure that your insurance is good before you get in. Mm -hmm. And so her name is Allison McCann and she is like a year older than me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great. We'll see you then. And, um, Uh, I was like instantly freaking out. I was like, did this person figure out where I was and who I am now and like where I work and now they're going to like surprise me or is this like a fucking joke or whatever? Mm-hmm. And so they show up and turns out it's not them. <laughs> but it prompted <laughs> me to Facebook uh, look up the brother mm-hmm. and did I tell, I really, I swear I told this story, but not maybe in its entirety. Um, I texted him and I said, Hey, I don't know if you will ever remember me, but I have to give you a big thank you for helping me in what was a troubling time in my life. When you helped me realize I was being catfished, I gained a lot of strength, confidence, and determination. Getting over that emotional craziness was hard, but your heads up saved me from a lot of emotional turmoil and scarring. I'm sorry. This is kind of awkward because it's been so long and I ho- I had to go through a lot of hoops to find you on here, but I'd feel ungrateful if I ever told you, I never told you thank you very much. Then this article came out on Facebook that was like, Hey, you might be missing messages from people that want to get in touch with you. Here's how to find your message requests of people, oh God. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so he said, this is almost a year old, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Are you sure I helped you? So then I'm like, fuck, I've embarrassed myself once again. Said, yeah, I'm pretty sure back in 2006, 2007 ish, you messaged me on MySpace that your sister was running the profile called Andrew McCann on MySpace, which I don't care to bring up old crap. But about a year ago, blah, 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 it said brought by a flood of intense emotion. And I guess that part of me handling that was to reach out to you and thank you. I'm sorry. Sometimes I do weird things, but I'm still grateful. So thanks. He said, no, don't be sorry. I was just confused. I'm guessing you live in Virginia. She was living there for a while. She's a completely different person now. Back when she was doing that, it was a different story. And I said, that's cool. I'm glad she still isn't catfishing. But honestly, back then, we were all different. We were just dumb kids. He said, very true. That was many years ago. We also had an alcoholic dad who has caused a lot of issues with the family said, wow, that's a lot to, ha- lot to handle. I'm glad to know a little background on the situation. I'm sure the past 10 years have been a roller coaster. Hopefully we'll all come out on top. He said, hopefully my sister and I have come out all right. Our younger brother, though, he needs some help. Just like left that at that. Don't need to get involved. Um, but back when uh, Andrew, Allison was Andrew and a firefighter, one time he told me that he was in the hospital because his stomach was hurting and that he had hit his head mm-hmm. and uh, they sent a bloody picture. I don't know if the bloody picture was right or whatever, but I do mm-hmm. know after a while that she was actually pregnant. And mm-hmm. I think that uh, I don't think that it was like 
I think it was an incest situation, but that's me assuming also oh, that the things were bad. Um, and this girl, what was the, what, how old was she? Did you ever figure that out? She's my age. They're they're like okay. Exactly so she was age. she was eighteen and knocked up, or like seventeen or whatever. Like eighteen. Yeah, it was. Yeah, she okay. was she was just like being bored at her house in the house board, mm-hmm. and. So at the same time, the girl that he was texting when I was like, who's this for? Whatever. Her name was Bridget and she Mm -hmm. lived in West Virginia. And after Allison's child was born, I do know that she, Allison went to live with Bridget. And, um, because I talked to Bridget and Bridget was trying to make sure that I was saved. Um, by like, like God, like by the blood of Christ. Oh God. And um was, you know, really interested in like helping me be saved. And I was like, no thanks. I'm Christian already. I'm baptized. And he's like, but are you saved? Are you saved? And she was pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And um she was like, No, I don't care if Andrew isn't real. I'm going to I love this person. I'm gonna take care of them. So literally since Andrew slash Allison moved out of Ohio. She moved in to West Virginia with this Beth Bridget girl. And I know that they've had like a long lasting friendship or whatever. And I guess the reason I know that is because I'm good at finding fucking people on the internet, even though I can be in (laughs) denial about their existence. (laughs) What do you think? I mean, she was hurting, right? Like, I feel like this girl did not get knocked up by one of her... Uh, just up here because if you're at home catfishing people more, more than one person you're at home and your self-esteem I feel like if even if you catfish your self-esteem's low yeah like to that extent so like yeah I wonder if there was some incest going on did she keep the baby did she take it with her to Bridget yes yeah, so she took her son to live with Bridget and they've been living like I think it's a pretty platonic relationship because I think that she's really involved in Bridget's family. Like does the baby does the baby look like Prince Charles, to be honest? I don't. I um no, it actually looks a lot like Allison. And he's like old now. Like this was happening in two thousand six, right? So he's what, seventeen? Holy fuck, we're 15, old, dude. I know. Listen. <clears throat> Listen. Fifteen. <laughs> 15, 14, 15. He's in high school. So, um, yeah. And they've been like, I know that they've been, you know, like Adam said, it's been a lot different. So when this podcast came out, I was thinking about what Adam said. And I was like, he said that there was a lot going on back then. And you know what? I was also going through a lot back then. And part of the reason why I didn't want to believe that this person that I had a relationship with was fake, even though all the signs were there and I'm not a dumb girl. Right. Like he was like, fly out and come see me, fly out, come see me. And I almost jumped. I almost boarded planes for this person that I never verified was real. And I had to talk myself out of it. And I was like, no, I'm poor first of all. And I'm not, I'm not going to get stranded in the middle of the country, even though I, did well, the same this thing how, this is how like Mexico. horror movies this is how horror movies start like i can't i honestly can't believe these you girls just hop on fucking planes and are like cool let's do it right and like, like i wouldn't i wouldn't even go through an online nanny service like i needed a human middleman yeah because i was like i'm not just gonna go 
fucking live at someone's house unless it's someone's checking up on me constantly. Smart. But yeah. some people aren't smart. And some people have very low self-esteem, like we know. Do you hear that, people? Your self-esteem and your smartness is lower than mine. How does that make you feel? <laughs> good. Seek out help. Seek help. <laughs> so, like, I get... It makes I get me the, feel good. It makes me feel real good. I hope it makes you feel good, too, Bobby. It doesn't. I feel I feel nothing but pity for us all. Uh, May God have mercy on us all. <laughs> So I get it. I get that where these girls are coming from. Like maybe they really want to find in love and like they had more evidence that this guy was real than I did. And like they had more evidence that this guy had money than I did. They He took them to restaurants where they called him by name and fed him everything fancy on the menu. And then he paid the ticket and left. Like, yeah, but I'm saying like I'm saying no, 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 because we're talking about like a 10 to 15 year difference and technology it, it the way you're that it right. advances you're right. you know what i mean like let's let's just i had know, a flip adjust, phone. adjust for inflation <laughs> these guys these guys had a tinder they had tinder they had the a computer in their pocket and i'm they had, sure like, all this. that wikipedia has a whole article on mr the real mr Lviv, the king of diamonds and his family like that's well right happening. but i mean you could you can edit wikipedia I mean, anyone can but it's like that that the way that that was so clearly photoshopped, like when I looked at it, I'm like, that's photoshopped. And they're like, and then I Googled him and it was real. And I was like, oh, that looks so photoshopped. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, I guess, like, I, I guess if I saw that, I'd be like, okay. But I also like, they brought up a lot of things too, where they're like, he's like a fucking, he's like diamonds from Sierra Leone. He's like a war, he's like, he's like a mercenary for these diamonds. He's like a diamond harvester. Mm-hmm. And they're still like, yep, let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like, so I didn't, I don't know. I don't, I just didn't really feel bad for them. <laughs> well, I feel bad for, and you don't feel bad for Mr. Laviv, Simon. You don't feel bad for Oh, no, Simon. no, no, no. And like, I honestly, like in your thing, like, I think it sucks that it happened to you. And I'm glad that you got out of it before it was a thing. But in this story too, I felt bad for the, the chick who was, uh, and in Catfish, the show, it's always someone who you can just tell does not like who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, that's a drag. <laughs> Um, and the whole thing is like, I think I'm grateful that I got catfished so early mm-hmm. because it really, it, Put your guard up. it really like helped me know the signs of when something was up and I just didn't play with it anymore. I was just like, oh, I just shut mm-hmm. this down and block it because I don't have to play their game. Right. And right. I can spot a scam from a mile away because I was scammed for so long <laughs> as a child. <laughs> Um, so I did, I found Allison online and Mm -hmm. I texted her, uh, last year. I really wanted her to come on the podcast. Like, because I really feel like she has a story. I want to know. Yeah. I want to know what the hell, like, I want to know, like the mindset of certain things that happen because people just don't do these things for no goddamn reason. Like there's always something. I texted her and I said, Hey, Allison, I'm not sure if you even remember who I am. This email is so hard to write. I don't even know where to begin. I grew up in a pretty abusive situation. I left my house at 17 and was pretty vulnerable. And that's when I met you online. For a long time, I assumed that you were messaging me as Andrew because you had sinister motives. But honestly, I know now you were doing that because you were crying out for help too. We had a two-year back-and-forth relationship, and I never got to know the real you. I was wondering if you would like to tell me your true story. 
I'm co-hosting a podcast and the main theme of that podcast is each of us is dropping our facades we built over time and being honest about who we were when everyone thought we were okay. I go into depth about the physical, mental, sexual abuse and neglect that I and my siblings endured in my home, all while putting a smile on my face. My co-host was in the same class in high school and was a way cool chick. She had a lot of friends and support, but nobody knew that her dad was a meth addict and her mom was a psycho tyrant in the house. That's right, Carolyn. That's what I called you. I'm assuming she hates. She hates getting called psycho, dude. She hates it more than mm-hmm. anything. It's so funny. <laughs> like, well, well, why were you? I'm assuming that this message is taking you by surprise and is very uncomfortable. But I hope that I am conveying my earnest and sincere sentiments that I bear no ill will towards you. I have done a lot of growing and changing and therapy over the last 15 years. I wanted to reach out several times, but I knew I wasn't in the right space to do so. Very much would love to talk, and I'm actually hoping you would like to be a guest on my podcast. I would love to hear your real story about what you were going through, how you coped, and the things you did to survive. I hope even that you're thriving. I honestly don't know how to end this email, but just please reply. Love, Kendra. She took two days to respond. Hey, of course I remember who you are. Sorry it's taken me a couple of days to get back to you. The weekend was a little crazy. I can't really remember the last time we spoke or what was said. I understand what you are saying and where you are coming from. Over the last 15 years, a lot has changed. I've changed. I really had no idea what you were going through at the time, and I'm sorry that I didn't help the situation with my actions. It's hard to think back to those times because it has carried so much shame and regret. My story doesn't really matter. Not that you don't deserve to know, but that it doesn't excuse that it doesn't excuse what was done. I didn't mean to hurt you. Obviously, I knew what I was doing wasn't right, but the relationships that I thought I had formed seemed more important. I'm sorry for the things I've done. To be honest, though, I really can't relive that part of my life. It has taken a lot to let go of the shame and realize the person I was then isn't who I am now. I'm happy for you for how far you've come from the terrible situation you endured. Being able to talk about it privately or publicly takes time and healing. As for the podcast, I can't. It really has nothing to do with the topic or you. As of now, my anxiety won't allow it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. It I can... sounds, like there, sounds like there was some fucking abuse going on in her childhood. Yeah. <clears throat> Heavy duty. I said, I completely understand your growth journey and boundaries you've set for yourself. We all take different paths to heal and reliving your story at the moment. sounds very painful. I accept your answer, answer wholeheartedly. Thank you for understanding and accepting it. That's cool. So for now, we will never know the other side of the Allison McCann story. But it's really fun to kind of see the parallels in like other catfishing stories and Mm -hmm. see where people go wrong and see i mean it's not fun to see where people go wrong like i don't want people to get catfished but like reliving those old memories when i was dumb and chose to be dumb and had had hope for love and got screwed over for it (laughs) had hope for love and was also too immature to understand that you were playing with people's emotions i mean i think we all did that 
And she took it obviously too far, but it's just like, I mean, but the thing is, I've watched my mom catfish dudes like she really, yeah, in a way she says that she's, she shows her high school picture where she was fit mm-hmm. and, um, she likes to portray that she's still that she's mm-hmm. not. And then when, and then she puts way too much, you know, like <clears throat> she freaks the fuck out. And then when the guy meets her, they're like, cause like, I feel like that's the whole point with the catfish where it's like. I probably like I've enjoyed you like that's I like talking to you but you lied to me so it doesn't even matter and then I think these people think well it's because I'm this or because I'm that and it's like no it's because you fucking lied Mm -hmm. like that's it that's really it like no one cares it's fine dude but you fucking lied so I don't know I've I've always been wary of online uh relationships they freak me the fuck out that's the thing though is like I haven't I feel like I've been able to be my most authentic self online when there's no face-to-face interaction hello autism Mm -hmm. but um there's i like i was myself and that was the most painful part is like i was being completely honest about who i was my financial struggles like not like not like my at-home life you know what i mean i was Mm -hmm. trying to be above that but like i felt like i was authentic with who i was yeah yeah I mean, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I don't know. I just, it's just too easy. And it almost seems like, like natural to act a little bit, not authentic online. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you want, uh, is there, is there more to this story? Sorry. Uh, I just wanted to transition into how I met Spencer online, but go ahead. Well, right. And you guys, you guys did meet online, like, but no, continue. Yeah. Cause continue on to that. Cause okay. it's related. So after the whole Andrew Ohio thing and the Andrew New Mexico thing, which mm-hmm. both turned out to be a bust, yeah. uh, I went on a mission and kind of got more comfortable with who I was, but also dived really deep into Mormonism. And um, I felt com- more comfortable in dating in person. And then when I came home, the thing with Matt didn't work out. And um, just like... I don't know. I felt like I wasn't really linking up with people in person, even though I would try and like be vulnerable and be flirty and whatever. It really wasn't working out. Turns out a lot of the people that I was flirting with were gay and Mm. like verifiably like they're out there married to men now. (laughs) So um, (laughs) never been there. is a pattern (laughs) yeah right um i sometimes wonder if i fall in love or fell in love with men that were gay because deep down i could sense that they were unattainable or -hmm. maybe they were like just kind and i just wanted a kind person and usually if men are kind they're not trying to get in your pants type situation well, it also, I can't stress this enough, and all, all you girls know what I'm talking about. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting not, not assuming that there's some underlying bullshit to every male relationship you have with a male. Like, having male friends is the is a gift. It's so great because we want your perspective. And it's a gift for you guys, too, to have female friends. But it's like, when people are like, oh, he wouldn't even be talking to you unless he wanted to sleep with you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's also a really cynical outlook. That's <laughs> damaging it's like, because... It's, mm-hmm. But it's also like it's happened to me before it's happened to every every girl before so it's like uh i forgot where i was going with this but it is it's exhausting <laughs> to have to like constantly worry to be like is this actually a friendship or is this a veiled 
attempt. Yeah. So uh, I told God, <laughs> hey, if you You're like, Yo. want me to meet my eternal companion, guess where I'm going to be? The internet. <laughs> so I um, heard about Tinder from my hairstylist. No, I went on LDS Singles first, and I actually paid to talk to people, and I had terrible How much did times. it cost monthly? It really wasn't a lot, but it was enough that I was like, I can't afford my life anyway. Like, I really am trying. Really, It was like probably $9 a month or something like that. Yeah. It was, a, it was more expensive than Netflix. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I, I went on this date with this guy who met me at Buffalo Wild Wings and then took me to the temple and then he was short. Oh my god. And uh, he sang he's <laughs> That's he's, so we need to stop that. Short men have usually gigantic dicks, ladies. I have no. I'm sorry. In my experience. If you are staring directly at my chest, I feel like the only reason that you're into me is so that you can stare directly into my chest. I feel like that's why short men are lucky. When I was going off with my love for Tom Cruise, freaking Lisa's husband's like, he's so short. And I'm like, I don't care. I do. I'm a... uh, so anyway, <laughs> he was very short. But the the thing that was like, please take me home. He took me in his car and he drove me to the temple. And then he tucked the hair behind my ear and sang me a Bruno Mars song. Oh, God. And I was like, <laughs> I just got like, uh, like cringe chills, dude. Uh... I was like, please. I told you about I told you about the guy that I told you about the guy who had me watch YouTube videos of him playing saxophone, right? Was it Spencer? (laughs) No. He he's in a he's in a band with one of he's in he's in one of my brother's bands, and I'm just like, oh my god. He also had a nice penis though. So props (laughs) there. I also went on I met for like ten minutes this guy who was like, just come over and hang out with me. And I was like, well, just meet me outside, I guess. Like and I went to his apartment and there was a gaggle of humans in there and they was on BYU campus and they were watching general conference <laughs> and we sat outside of his staircase for a little bit and talked a little bit. And I was like, I've already immediately known this and I've given it a chance. Like I'm really trying not to judge people by the way that they look, but I really am not feeling this like, mm-hmm. BYU whatever this person. is yeah. whatever this is this is not <laughs> my is ideal not for date. me yeah uh which is fine I, I went on this date with a guy who just returned from the army and you know every time i go in somebody else's car i'm texting my cousin the license plate so i is think this he, the one that is this the one that was a serial killer and had a futon that was gross no i think i've already told that story yeah this person um i Went to an ice cream date at Cold Stone and we were going to go to the movie. Mm-hmm. And he was really good online. <laughs> I have so many more stories. Sorry. Uh, but so we went to this ice cream and we were talking and I just don't think that the philosophy. I, I don't think we agreed on stuff. Right. right I think you could like, tell I was a little bit more liberal than he was. <laughs> You're like, this ain't going to work, boo. So he was like, I was like, okay, so should we go to the movie or not? And he's like, actually, I really need to go. I forgot that I had to do this thing. I was like, okay, no problem. Cool. And so he took me to the door and he gave me a hug. And, and he turned around and went to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I said, 
um, thanks. I had a lot of fun and I hope we can do this again. And he was like, actually, I'm just not feeling a connection here. And I, think I that's was, awesome. I was taken aback and uh-huh. I was, a, I was a little bit hurt, but at this, at the, the, I was overwhelmingly grateful. I was mm-hmm. like, Trevor, you know, who you are not listening to this podcast. Uh, it's too liberal for him. Thank you so much for being honest because I know that I'm the kind of person that would like wait and wonder what was wrong. And you just saying that it's just, you're not feeling it is perfect for me. I really appreciate it. Then I went in my door and ate some ice cream and cried. Cause I was like, I'm never going to be good enough for anybody as authentic as I am. Like, well, I remember, I remember back at the, like at the beginning of dating when people were like, yeah, it's just not going to work. I'd be like, <laughs> and now I'm just like, I mean, yeah, even if like, if I like someone and they're like, no, I'm like, okay, I've been there. It's fine. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. Like, it, it yeah, really we, we both, we've actually both got to be into this for it to work out. Yes. And I really <laughs> was actually grateful. And but it is, yeah. it is funny. The, the initial, the, the, the first cup, the first cuts are the deepest where you're like, okay. and you're like, you're like, wait, I hated him. I hated it. Yeah. I actually <laughs> like, don't want to be him. with somebody that doesn't like me. I what just watched concept. that. I just watched that Seinfeld episode where he's like, "Why did I break up with Susan? I'm in love with her." Jerry's like, "No, you're not." I like, <laughs> yes, I was. He's like, "Nope." He's like, "I was in love." She was the one. He's like, "No, she wasn't." <laughs> and he's like, "What have I done?" <laughs> and then he gets back together with her, and he's walking up her stairs, and halfway through, he immediately regrets it. You know what I mean? Is this Kramer? No, it's George. Oh, George. Of course, it's fucking George. Oh, man. Kramer just... would just be like. Kramer out. <laughs> yeah. Which is what I love was watching him run away from stuff. Um, don't remember anything from the show. The it's second funny. to last date, I went with a guy who was very, like, good in text and good on the phone. Like, we mm-hmm. were kind of hitting it off. And then we went to a Chinese buffet. His name was Paul. And we, <laughs> we went to... Like just on State Street, and we talked and whatever, and I had fun and we ate, but I didn't want to eat because I was like, I don't know if girls I'm don't to eat. eat. Yeah. <laughs> or I was just like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable eating it on a first date at all. Like it is a strange. Just like what if you get the shits? Yes. Or like, <laughs> what if you need a puke? Or what if like, what if like I don't know. Like what if I cough because I'm always coughing. Anyway. I think I have fun with him. So I go out to my car. I go to text him on Tinder. He's already blocked me. (laughs) Classic. So I, in, in a perfect low self-esteem fashion, I hit up the guy I gave a handy to from my mission. And I was like, love me. No, I was like, what is wrong with me? I, so I, so like, he calls me because he like we're Your fine friends. yeah and i was like listen i feel like i have a great personality i feel like i'm beautiful i feel like i have all of these assets i have like a list that i read to myself every night like i'm a good cook i am friendly i'm i'm funny i'm pretty i take care of myself i you know like i list all of the things that i like about myself and i read it to myself every night because i'm single and i'm trying not to get down on myself right Uh, you're single and and you're 19 and you're just you're an old maid really no i'm i'm 
24. Even worse, man. Even and worse. We're entering suicide territory. Yes. And I feel like I've been in the dating scene for seven years in Provo where there is an abundance of men. There's like. All looking for the same thing, which is temple marriage. Yes. And like, I'm in war. I'm in Provo YSA ward, like. 200 something like in this whole fucking town of men my age i seriously can't find one to like mm-hmm. be yeah, into no, that's me. gotta be hard that's gotta be hard for real so i text him i was like what the fuck's wrong with me and he said i'm a- he changed my life thank you mm-hmm. handyman that's blocked me uh he said why don't you just be you and because you are a great person you're mm-hmm. funny you are all of those things like you are very attractive somebody is going to see that you should just be yourself this is why male female relationships are so important by the way this is why not worrying if this guy is trying to get in your pants is so so that's why it's so nice to have guy friends like this because you need a guy that's your homie to be like look bitch you're cool stop it yeah i've had so many my so my guy friends have been like stop being like that you're amazing i love you it just hasn't happened for you yet just it's fine He's like legit like why are you acting so nervous on dates like if somebody likes you like be who you are so that the person who likes you on the first date likes you and is knows what he's doing like so the immediate next date I go on is Spencer and I just be myself and I even have this thought of like I think I'm better than you like and it's not it's not like I am, right? I just feel right. like I know what I deserve. I deserve a good person. I deserve an attractive mm-hmm. person. So you've got to prove it to me now. I'm no longer on right. an interview. You you're right. going to prove it to me and like Spencer and I are meant for each other. Like there mm-hmm. was no facade in the way that we got together besides me being secretly bi and not liking bacon. He's still mad about <laughs> the bacon thing, not about the bi thing. <laughs> And it just worked. So I love him. I met I met not a swindler on Tinder. I love him. Yeah, too. I mean it's possible. Like a lot of people, like Lisa's married to Dane, and uh, my cousin Heather's married to her husband. They're Mormon. They're Tinder. There's a there's a whole Tinder eternity hashtag. Like, oh God. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean Tinder definitely like. I feel like if I didn't have such a horrible, horrible experience with my mom and her chat rooms and Mm -hmm. her, I would probably be more into it, but I'm just like, I'd rather be single (laughs) and then meet someone on Tinder. Oh my God. I'm horrible. Uh, I'm going to be honest. This was a long time ago, seven years, eight years Uh ago, eight and a half years ago. I would not be on Tinder. I wouldn't be on Bumble. It's gotten so bad. I wouldn't do it. Bumble's getting bad too. (laughs) But of course, Micaiah still landing ass. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I were single, I'd be going to the bars and not getting shit face drunk. And and not getting or or we're getting not getting shit face drunk and just like hitting up the bar scene. I would be legitimately going to the bar with my friends and having uh-huh. a good time. And if something would, I wouldn't go expecting anything to happen. But if something did, I'd be like, cool, let's see. But I'm not. I'm pretty committed to my relationship. I'm just fantasizing about single life again. Don't. It's like, I mean, it's whatever. Life sucks no matter what. <laughs> um, do you want a... Uh... I want it all, Bobby. Please. I've been talking for an hour. Do you want an update on the rape culture episode? <gasps> yes. 
Do we all remember Becky? Yes. Well, one of the guys she accused of rape, she texted him the other day and said, I ha- you raped me. I know that you've raped a lot of other girls. You're going down. We're coming for you. What? <laughs> and I was like, so what's the holdup? And <laughs> he's like, I don't did know. She get ex- did she get inspiration from Simon from the Tinder Swindler? Every oh, action maybe. has a reaction. Every action bitch. has a reaction. <laughs> but I was like, um, I'm like, we don't have anything to worry about, right? Like, you've never raped a girl before, right? And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, then I'm like, I think you should block her and move the fuck on with your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't even know why she's talking to you anymore. To, to, to threaten you about the rape that she's going to get you. Like, why doesn't she let like a court order do the talking? Right. Like she's a psych. She's just she's a bad. She's turned into a bad person. She could have. She had so much potential. I hate Becky. That. Becky, you dumb bitch. You had so much potential, and now you're just a psycho. So, I was just like, don't worry about it. I'm like, and like the thing is, is I'm like, we have nothing to worry about. And the fact of the matter is, if he does have something to worry about, case of fucking raw. What will be mm-hmm. will be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. If he does have something to worry about and I was swindled myself, then, and he goes, he gets in trouble for it. Great. But I believe that he has done nothing wrong. So she can throw her threats forever. But it's like, Kate, time's a wasting, dude. Statue of limitations is short. Hurry the fuck up or shut up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like put up or shut up. I've had mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so he was kind of stressing about that, which I shouldn't even say it out loud because I'm sure she listens to this and I'm sure she gets joy out of hearing. I mean, that, that's obviously the only reason why she texts him, right? Is to just mm-hmm. try to get some fear into him. That's sad. Which is so, and it's so predatory, so aggressive, so abusive. So she should stop doing that for God's sake. <laughs> um, but I was just like, yeah, man. I mean, cool. Where are they? Like, yeah. Where are these, where are these accusations? <laughs> Well, that really sucks because, like, like, I do want to believe the victim. Like, mm-hmm. I know there's like all these different sides to every story, and I never want to say like the victim is wrong or like the victim deserved it, right? Yeah, but like the victim in this case is not Becky, right? And like, also they're lying, and that sucks because a rape accusation is serious. Because no one wants to be accused, like no a non-rapist doesn't want to be accused of rape. I think even a rapist doesn't want to be accused of rape. Like no one wants to be accused of that. It's like shitty. It's like being called racist when you like literally have not been racist. You're like the fuck. No, I'm not. Like I don't like mm-hmm. I don't like when people are that way. So it's just like I don't know. I feel like she's just trying to hit him where it hurts because he's so like an advocate for like women's rights. You know, treating women with integrity and respect. All this shit. And he's just such a nice guy. <laughs> but, like, again, if he did it and she has this shit, she's going to take him down. Cool. But if he didn't, I was just like, just don't worry about it, man. Blocker. Move on with your fucking life. Sorry mm-hmm. I introduced you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry I was Tinder in that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I was the Tinder app you never... <laughs> never wanted i've tried so hard to get two of my friends to be in love with each other and they won't do it and i'm just sad should we call them out by name right now who is it do i know my friend kelly and my friend mike and like 
they can't get Tell together now. They Why? can't get together now because he got cats and she has wolves. <laughs> so it's not going to happen. Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. I don't know. Dogs and cats can like each other. Yeah. She has huskies. Yeah. I don't know why you're fr- well. I don't know why you're friends with people with huskies. <laughs> but that's so shitty of me. I, I'm friends with people with huskies. Husky yeah, team. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. Like, what's wrong with pe- being friends with people with huskies? I just don't like huskies. There, I said it. Controversial Aww, statement. These huskies are really good. They've I'll- like. <laughs> they've like protected halo friend birth and like they love her and they love me they're really hard to uh have, i had though. a jake had, jake had a husky and she was a mischievous little shithead and she got yeah. into a into a lot of trouble <laughs> and so i don't know they're just loud i feel like people who have them in certain climates are assholes yeah that's true if it's like too that's hot it. Yeah. Uh, I love them. Anyway, uh, any more dating stories from the internet? Because you have people with cucumbers by them. Oh, uh, let's see. Again, I, I've i only met up with one dude, and he thought women didn't deserve to vote. So I was like, three more fucks, and we're done. <laughs> and um, I like to sleep with the window open, and I kept opening the window, and then in the middle of the night, he's like, you gotta go! And I left. And then he wanted to hook up again and i was like dude get bent like no fuck off and then he like he like wanted to be friends and i was like for sure no (laughs) i don't know i uh what's it like to have such a good self-esteem that you say no to people wanting to be friends with you (laughs) i do it all the time i get myself in such (laughs) shitty situations like sure can't pass up a friend and i'm like why am i friends with this person i hate them I can't tell you how many people I've asked, why do you think I would want to be friends with you? I'm so honored that I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm is like, that sh- hey. Is that a shitty question to ask someone? Like, it's like, no. well, like, it's like, let me bring out the facts. We fight. We don't agree on anything. We don't really like each other. Mm. We don't, I mean, we treat each other like shit. Like, why, why would I want to be friends with you? Like, get real. Get in touch with reality. Because we're from the nothing. same hometown and we have good memories from the past. No, I'm saying, I'm saying people that I've. To ask that question. I know, to I'm, ro- he- I'm role playing with you. <laughs> I'm not asking you, you dumb bitch. We're friends. <laughs> but uh, I was just sort of like, why would the fuck? Why do you think I would be? What? I'm like, get out of here. Like, fuck <laughs> off. And then. Um, How do you even have my number? I don't give it to anybody. Well, I was like, I straight up asked him, I'm like, why do you have my number saved? Because, hmm. like, because <laughs> he was like, uh, he texts me and he's from Wisconsin. So I know it's like a 715 number. And I was like, at first, I was like, who the fuck is this? And he didn't respond. And then I was like, oh, it's, and I don't know what his name is. And I've told this story before. So I said, I think I said the wrong name. Mm-hmm. And then he was just like, stop that. You did it. And I'm like, don't tell me how I feel. Like, I don't have your number saved. Why do you have mine? Like, say it. Like, I don't, like, what? <laughs> like, we had a relationship where we fucked pretty regularly wow. that ended in you throwing a tantrum mm-hmm. and telling me to leave in the middle of the night because I kept opening the window. Like, <laughs> get bet, get bet. Like, we're, we're not hanging out. I don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> like, you know, I go to hell. <laughs> I've had the same number for forever and I've given it to a lot of people and nobody hits me up. But one time, this weirdo who I went to Buffalo Wild Wings with, he like was a writer and uh-huh. he was moody and like, after Can't I got, relate. Yeah. After I got <laughs> married, 
he sent me a text that was like Kendra and I was like what who is this number so I scroll back for forever and it's like 2012 I've last talked to this guy and I was like hey just so you know uh you can move on (laughs) because you ghosted me and then never wrote about me in your writing blog and then (laughs) bitch (laughs) and then now you're just saying Kendra you're such you're so weird it's 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 fine you can move on I'm happy hope you're happy let me tell you what my version of Tinder is. My version of Tinder is going to like a house party or ending up at Twilight for God's sake. Oh or like God. a show where we're like hanging with the band, get too drunk, or we're hanging with the sound guy, so we're there after hours. End up with someone, don't recall. <laughs> and then it's just all about retracing your steps. <laughs> Figure out who they are. One time me and this guy were gonna hook up. We flirted hard during a metal show. We were in the pit together, just like flirting our asses off. I was friends with his friend who I had flirted with at a Halloween party. I guess we made out. Don't recall. <laughs> Told him we were like in a date. They were like, for the, hey, we that, were girl, like, like, that girl will make out with you and not remember it. No, 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 no. It was, I felt really bad because I love him. I love him. But like he and I, I, it was that Halloween party where I thought I was chugging a bottle of water, but it was whiskey. <laughs> this happens to me way too much by the way uh and i made out with him and then i was just like i'm gonna hit you up tomorrow like you and i we're gonna date like and i think he just got home from work so he wasn't drunk at all and i Mm -hmm. guess i hold my shit together pretty well when i'm drunk (laughs) because he thought i was serious and then i left my weed at the party so the next (laughs) morning that was my walk of shame going to get the fucking weed from my from their house and he's like hey what's going on he was there (laughs) and i was like hey what's going on like i had no idea (laughs) <laughs> it's like hey man what's going on walk in walk out like and then the part the guy whose party it was he was like you know the what you did right and i was like uh what and he's like you told him that, da, 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 da. and then i had to walk by him on the way out you told him like, what that you were in love with him i was in love with him day. that we were we were gonna like go out that like i wanted to like spend like i wanted to date him and he was like wow. ex- he was and like he was stoked. down for it girl he was down and then when I went in to get my weed, I was informed about all the shenanigans <laughs> I was up to the night before. And then I had to walk past him on the way out. And I, he's like my homie now. We're homies. But I was just like, ugh, that was horrible. Who is and, then, and are you going to be in love? No, he's got a girlfriend and I'm so happy for him. Oh, okay. Um, but. <laughs> but you broke his heart. For a minute, but I was, uh, he was still kind of, I think he was still into me. And so I told his friend, I'm like, do not tell him. That we're going to hook up. And then we were going to hook up. I made like a playlist for it and everything. And then he dropped his phone in the sink, quote unquote. You made a playlist for his breaking up? What? No, for us hooking up. Me and this, oh, me, and, oh. me and the guy's friend. The, me and the guy that I told we were going to be in love. His friend that we, oh. I met him at a, at a show. Oh my God. You're swiping through these men like crazy. <laughs> right. It's just like a real literally life swipe. Like I swiped the other boy. Literally, I like moved him aside and stood next to him. <laughs> But anyways, that guy said, like, we were going to hook up, and I, we were, like, you know, being dirty for, like, a week and a half, and then he dropped his phone in a the sink full of water, he said, like, an hour before, like, right when he was supposed to give me his address. Yeah, and right. I was just like, I was just like, dude, just tell me you want to get together. And he's like, like, the next day, he's like, I dropped my phone in the sink, I couldn't get it fixed, but if you're going to be a psycho about it. And I was like, yeah, right. whatever. Okay, blame <laughs> it on me. So, um. Sucks on you. I have great tits. 
But I feel like I sent him like lips emoji like a year later, and he's like, I don't know who this is, but I'm in a relationship. I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, you were you were the mysterious writer guy. <laughs> I was the mysterious writer. That's what reminded me of that story. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And then like I text uh, I text what a what my BFF from high school. Uh, from Penguin Sky, I texted him out of the blue when I was house sitting for you because I was hammered. We got to talking, and I was just like, first of all, how do you have the same number? How do you all have the same number from high school? How, like how? It's a brand. I don't know. It's a it's an anxious attachment. What if somebody needs to get a hold of me that hasn't? Like, what if Haley Holt, who still has my number? Oh my god. Well, I mean, I don't I want do them love- to text me. By the way, do not. Uh, Houston Holt is like one of my all time favorite Richfield people. That's where we differ. <laughs> for fucking sure. You don't like Houston all? Do not care for that guy at all. You know what I like about him, though? This what? is the one thing I like about him. All of the Holtz, they can they can do three lines down and then one line across, and that could be their their signature. And Houston did sign his ideal image, ideal image, ideal dairy receipts like that. that. Way. Yeah. <laughs> duh, 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 duh. And I was like, that's fucking genius. That's the only reason I like you. Um, so we had the McKiff's stop uh, in the morning. And all, I don't know why all those dumbass boys didn't just get a ride from their parents. But they all, they all like, gladly hopped on the bus. They're like, we're going to yell on the bus. <laughs> no, but it was, like, Cade Winkle, RIP. I love that boy. Um, I do like, I do love Cade. That was a blow, dude. Can we talk that about Cade for just a second? Yeah, let's talk about Cade. I love Cade. I always go to, I mean, I go to his uh, grave regularly. Yeah. Um, Cade, my brother was getting choked by. Mm-hmm. And Cade was like, Tre- no. Trevor Thurgood. And, and Cade. Fucking Trevor Thurgood, man. I've choked him out. <laughs> so you started the choking train. Cool. No, 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 no. I'd had it with his, I'd had it with his ass. That's what, that was really what was happening. He was bowling someone, and I was like, here we go. I'm like, it's too early. <laughs> Trevor Thurgood had issues. But so did my brother. Uh, Trevor Thurgood was choking my brother. Cade Winkle, like, saved intervened. my brother from, yeah, intervened. So I Sounds was like, right. that guy is a cool guy. Uh, died on my birthday. Cool. Oh, that is cool. When they say only the good die young, they're talking about Cade Winkle. They're only talking about Cade Winkle. Yeah. Um, but uh, Trevor Thurgood, this is purely speculation, okay? But remember when I said that my bishopric had a guy in it who used my dog as target practice and later went to prison for molesting his daughters? Mm-hmm. That was his uncle. So who knows what went on there, you know? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sucks. That's fucking... See, hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. Because, like, every time I would deal with his ass, I would be like, knock it the fuck. Just stop it. Like, I'd be like, knock it the fuck off. And the day I choked him out, I got called to the principal's office. I think I've told this story. <laughs> and no, I was like. Haven't. Okay, so it was like RHMS, Red Hills Middle School. <laughs> and I was on the bus that got there, like, so before the doors even opened. <laughs> so, we had... <laughs> so we had to sit. On the cement, which was freezing. Uh, and, and wait for somebody to show up. And wait for the janitor to show up to unlock the fucking doors. Or, like, the principal or whatever. So we're all just sitting there, freezing. And Ms. he was, al- he was, was the- always... It was Reynolds. It was Reynolds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have another story about him, too. And modesty culture. But anyway, uh, 
he was always like giving someone shit and i was always just like like i would, I would sometimes I'd just, like knock it off like stop and that day i just fucking had it and i was like knock it the fuck off and i like grabbed him by because he was choking the kid out and i chatted i'm like do you fucking like this and i was like choking him and he was going down because he was a pussy and i was like stop it i was like like throwing him against the wall with my stuff i was like stop it and he like started to cry and run off and uh then like first period's there and i'm getting called in the principal's office and i was like check this out (laughs) i was like uh I was like, how regularly does Trevor, is he in your office? And he's like, I see him at least once a week. And I'm like, have you, have I ever been in your office for anything but anything good? And he's like, all right, go back to class. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, he's like, did you choke about it? I'm like, let me put a T in this <laughs> So and here's then, the thing. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say yes or no. I was just like, do you ever see me in your fucking office? <laughs> and he's like, all right, go back to class. And I I should have gotten, I did choke his ass out. I didn't answer yes or no. I just said, you never see me in here. Do you want to do this or what? And he's like, all right, bye. I don't know if that is like a core memory that you just unlocked or if you've explained it so well, but I feel like I was walking to school when this was happening. It could have been, could have been like the sun was shining, like barely peeking over just barely yeah and i wanted to get to school early all the time because like wait you didn't go to red hills middle school though so that doesn't it doesn't track oh you did eighth grade yeah yeah second half of eighth grade springtime (laughs) it could yeah because it was like it was like march march april feels feels right (laughs) you were probably fucking there man (laughs) because there was a lot like i feel like christy warinski was there and uh i don't remember who he was picking on though yeah. But I was just like, we're done today. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I always remember just being like, what is this kid's deal? Like, well, quit picking on people. And then going and tattling when you get your your shit kicked in, like, stop mm-hmm. it. Like, Bobby choked me. <laughs> it's like, I'll do it again. <laughs> they had you a baptism. Of- they had a baptismal font in their house, though, because they lived in an old church. What? Weird. Their Wild. bathtub was a baptismal font, yeah. Interesting. That is all kinds of things that I did not know. And here I am, learning and growing. Here we are talking shit about Trevor Thurgood. He deserves it. Honestly, like, I hope he's gotten his shit together. Because I felt like his moments when he was fun were pretty far, few and far between. But I was like, there's someone in there. Like, I always felt concerned for him more than anything. Yeah, and also Jessica Butler and him were kind of cute, even though they were, like, uh, <laughs> made for the, each other. Yes. The the cutest thing I remember was, like, he was so proud of his girlfriend being Jessica Butler and being, like, she was on the drill team. And he would, like, holler about it and be like, that's my girlfriend! <laughs> <laughs> and she would get, yeah, like, I- red and, like, excited. <laughs> I feel like that was probably why I feel bad for talking shit about him because I remember that and being like, good. I'm glad that he's getting some fucking normalcy in his life <laughs> because I gen- I genuinely worried about him all the time. Like I was always just like, what the fuck is going on with him? And his little brother is cool. Dewey. Or no. <laughs> what is his actual name? Tyler. I don't know. Oh, Tyler. <laughs> I know everything about yeah, I mean, I, I liked him, I, but I didn't, I mean, I don't know. I didn't have little brothers either. I was the baby. 
and I obviously had all the confidence in the world, and I had two big brothers backing me every word I set up. Yeah. Also, it's so, every, ADHD so every boy thought. That we all... <laughs> I swear. Like, I don't know. Uh, I swear everybody was ADHD back then. We were just, like, getting on each other's nerves, and it was just like, no. Not <laughs> Do you today. remember... Do you remember Derek Adekai? Do you ever remember him? No. Okay, so oh, he fuck, was like... I put my yearbooks up. Well, I don't think he was there in high school. Okay. But he was like this bully, but he was like from the wrong side of the tracks and he was hot and stuff. <laughs> and uh, I feel like he was he was in my brother's grade. And this was like in elementary school, okay? So, oh, okay. <laughs> so Is he I like, would... what's, what's her name? Devin Nilsson or something? What about him? I feel like that's the kind of person I'm imagining this person is. No, Devin. De- oh, I, th- I thought you were talking about Devin Canapas. I was like, no. No. Uh- <laughs> nobody's talking about that guy. His beard's talking about him. <laughs> so mean. Him and Jake were friends, actually. Uh- <laughs> I'm not saying he's a bad dude. I'm just saying. We're not talking about him. <laughs> we're not talking about him. <laughs> no, he's a. Uh- he was a little sexual deviant, that one. Uh, anyway. Uh. What was I talking about? Oh, Derek Adekai. So I must have been in second grade. Jake and I did not get along. We were we were like at the most violent moments of our life at that time. So had to break I, up fights between you at the playground. No, 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 no. Like we just totally were like, don't fucking talk to me at school. Like we just totally ignored each other. And that, that went on through high school. Um, <laughs> but this was second grade. And... Uh, you know the you know this the the tower of tires, but there was like five tires, and yes. it was like so I had made up a game called Toilet Lifeguard. <laughs> I think I've cool. talked about this. I was no. I was the lifeguard. You're cool. And uh, people would like fall, and I had to grab them before they hit the bottom and pull them back up. Cool. This and is was... like building upper strength. You were like training for the army and shit. Yeah, no, like I think this is why I'm so strong is because we were always doing shit like this, and I was the only one who could grab like the girls by the arm and just like pull them all the way up from the bottom. <laughs> toilet lifeguard. <laughs> toilet lifeguard. And I would go toilet lifeguard, and everyone would be like, <laughs> so anyways, we would play it at recess since my pants game i i should really pet it um is this an ashman I, too this is so cute to this imagine. is an ashman yeah this is an ashman and like seriously everyone wanted to turn playing toilet lifeguard <laughs> in our grade like i was a, i felt like i was a celebrity but uh, <laughs> i was like i'm an innovator come play toilet lifeguard so anyways uh i was in the middle because that's how we'd start because i there's like one tire in the middle and then there's like all the ones around surrounding it mm-hmm. So the toilet lifeguard starts in the middle <laughs> and it's like a strategy game too, to like get, you know what I mean? Cause you want to get to the bottom, you know, it's a whole, well, I don't even, anyways, it's very complex. It's like, you, it's like the people that are jumping in are the goalie or like the ball and you're the goalie and you're trying to keep, keep them out. It's like, it's kind of like reverse whack-a-mole almost. <laughs> okay. And you're in the middle and everyone else is the ball. Okay. So you have to like jump over, grab them jump over grab the other person jump over grab the other person and by the end of it a person would be so close to the bottom that i remember like using my toes to hold myself up on the top one and just dive all the way down and just grab them before they touch the bottom <laughs> and you had to yell joy life guy <laughs> so anyway uh i love how you were trying to patent this game like 
two minutes ago. You're like, I should patent this. <laughs> I mean, it's a fun fucking game. Anyway, uh, I could never do it now. I don't know, like, I don't know what kind of energy I was packing back then. <laughs> but anyways, for some reason, we were playing Toilet Lifeguard. Derek Atakai must have had some heat about it. So he climbs up to the top of the light, up to the tower, and he's choking me. <laughs> and I'm like, what? The- <laughs> And out of the corner of my eye, I can see Jake. I can see Jake across the field, and he's running. Jake's the fastest runner I know, and he's running across the field straight at us, just like he had an eye on me the whole reset. So he's hauling ass across the field, and I was like, "Thank God," because I was like, kind of like blacking out because Derek Atticai was choking me. I mean, I'm the toilet lifeguard, okay? So genuinely peeing my pants. <laughs> so Jake like runs up, cli- and this is like a five tier uh, toilet or not toilet tire thing. Uh, and Jake like takes it like two tires at a time, grabs up and just grabs Derek at a kind and like rips him off and just starts kicking the shit out of him. Oh my god! And that was the day I knew only Jake could kick my ass. <laughs> Jake was allowed to kick my ass and he'd make sure of it. Hey, you're not allowed to choke my sister. Only I am. (laughs) Only I'm allowed to choke the life out of her. And later, my mother. (laughs) There's a a hierarchy, you know? Yeah. um... Oh my God. I Hold on. I have to breathe. Because I'm laughing so hard that I got dizzy and I almost puked. Oh my God. The images, they were so good. Oh, this whole story. I miss Toilet Lifeguard. I miss being that agile, you know? Can we talk forever? Can we be friends forever so you can just make me laugh? <laughs> yes, I, we can. Uh, we can actually pick this up tomorrow if you'd like. But I think in the meantime, we should say these things. Okay. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. One day we'll get that. <laughs> in Never. Sync. Never. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.